All right, y'all, 25 April 2023, Robert Scott Bell Show about to start. Great, great couple of hours scheduled to be with you, uh, including thoughts on what they call de-prescribing, de-prescribing drugs. How we ever got to the point where we're prescribing drugs, that's another story altogether, but I may go back to that too in that history. And speaking of history of medicine and homeopathy, my friend Kate Birch is joining us again. It's been a while and we'll go into the most controversial topics as possible. Not controversial to me or you, but to those who are materialistic reductionist collectivists who can't see that our energy systems are the starting point for our healing, much less manifesting disease, and how homeopathy can play a role in correcting that, including what's known as homeoprophylaxis, as it relates to the COVID craziness we've been through as well. So I'm really looking forward to Kate being back on the show today, and uh, you, you are going to enjoy this. Also, in hour two, uh, barring any technical difficulties, we have uh, another doctor joining us for the first time, Dr. Stephanie Christner, as well as our friend Bobri Orin from Folium PX. So we got a lot of good things to do on the Robert Scott Bell Show today. Please share the show. Let everybody know this is the place for health, freedom, and healing liberty. Come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen. We'll check out the uh, chat room for you as well. So let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. You know, the, the heart of uh, what I've done in my lifetime when I started my efforts to get well from being raised pharmaceutically for the first 24 years of my life, the, the main discovery, if you will, that came into my life was homeopathy, homeopathic medicine. You know, I talk about that and a whole lot of other things because it's everything, not just one thing, but it is in fact, homeopathic medicine that got me on the path to health and healing. And yet it is still the furthest reach from our materialistic reductionist viewpoint that we've ra been raised in many of us in the Western medical mindset. The idea that we can dilute something down to infinitesimal uh, doses uh, and that it would have an impact on the body is, is hard for the Western mind to consider, except that interestingly enough, homeopathy came about in Germany, a very Western reductionist mindset mentality because Dr. Samuel Hahnemann, the physician at that time over 200 years ago, realized the medicine of his day was harming or killing people as, as much as any disease was harming or killing somebody. And so he elected to find a different system based on his research. And he was translating uh, texts uh, from different languages in the medical uh, journals and stumbled upon these principles of like cures, like law of similar. So we're gonna go into that and even more today with Kate Birch in just a few minutes. Uh, bringing her on and give you some more homeopathic options for recovery and prevention as well. So stand by for that. Uh, hour two, uh, we've got uh, Dr. Christner, first time uh, physician on the show, on this show. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, antioxidants. Uh, we'll be talking about the folium products, the folium PX as a supercharged Chernobyl level antioxidant to counteract radiation and, and all kinds of oxidative stress as well. So we've got a lot of healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell show. But first up, from the allopathic side of things, an article here in Medical Express headlines as de-prescribing medicines for older adults catches on, poll shows need for patient-provider dialogue. 
I mean, look, if if you are a doctor, a physician caring for an old person on multiple medications, I think the time for dialogue has long since passed. You decided not to talk to your patients about other options like nutrition and detoxification. And uh, how about reducing the drugs that they're on? This is a this is an article that evidently says the uh, well, the uh, the people that are on many drugs are now like maybe I could get off some of them. Wouldn't that be a good thing, right? But interestingly enough, and not surprisingly, they also said that they would be willing to do so if 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 their healthcare provider says it's okay, which which is a non-starter because. How many physicians that have prescribed these multiple medications are working on getting their patients off of those medications? I, I, I know they, they exist. These docs exist that would try to do that, but they're very rare because the entirety of the allopathic medical system only profits when you are sick and when you are managed in your sickness via suppression, toxicological poisons. That may make you feel temporarily better because it takes away some of your most overt symptoms, but suppresses them into I would say eternity, but <laughs> the body doesn't have eternity. It, it, it intoxicates the body to the point where other manifestations of dis-ease or symptoms manifest that are not the real problem, but they're covering up the real problem. And this is the point of, you know, my training in homeopathy, which is a little bit different than the early Hanumanian years. Uh, it was more along the lines of what he was beginning to see in Paris when he was, uh, he married a young French noblewoman in his elder years and, and went to Paris. And now he was seeing patients among the high society, the aristocracy there. And he began to modify his, his uh, prescribing, if we can call it that, of the, of the remedy, the identification of similum, or were there uh, things that were different in terms of the, the aristocracy of Paris compared to the peasants in Germany that were working the land and eating the food as it was grown and, and suffering from acute maladies rather than what we call chronic lifestyle diseases. You know, the question is, uh, can you give a magical remedy? And I, and I say it facetiously because I know people look at homeopathy as like, well, it's magic, isn't it? No, there's a really sound scientific reason and principle behind it. But the idea, of course, if I was to prescribe a remedy that I determined is the right remedy for a patient or a person coming for help, and yet they're going to the fast food drive-through and eating uh, factory farmed meats and refined carbohydrates and glyphosate uh, infested foods. How is the right quote unquote remedy going to solve the problem of their behavior? Unless we got to address some emotional issues too, which is of course part and parcel to it or other addictions as well. So I, I bring this up in context with old people is that they have suffered a lifetime of a wrong lifestyle in a modern context manifesting is what is called diseases of old age. Yet I could look back at my zero to 24 years of life, first 24 years of my life in this body in this lifetime and recognize many of those symptoms are identical to what are considered diseases of old age. Skin conditions, musculoskeletal inflammatory conditions, arthritic conditions, respiratory ailments, gastrointestinal diseases, and all of these things that I had as a young child because I was raised pharmaceutically and I was given fast food when the four food groups were the, the basis for eating in America, pizza, hot dogs, Coca-Cola, and potato chips, and none of it was organic except to acknowledge the advances in organic chemistry since the German chemists brought, brought in aniline and other uh, food dyes, cancer-causing and excitotoxin food colorings. 
So that's different from the time of early Hanumanian years when all food was organic, but even the Parisians who are wealthy were abusing organic food. And that can create metabolic disturbances, imbalances, resulting in symptoms. So it's not just taking the remedy. It's like, hey, what you eating? How much you eat? You know, what other behaviors do we have to address? And so in these old folks that are on multiple medications, yeah, they want to get off of them, but only if their doctor says it's okay. But what is their doctor trained to do? Prescribe drugs. The Flexner Report of 1910 set that into motion to make sure that only patent, pet, patented petrochemicals would be approved and sanctioned and only the medical schools teaching such drug therapies would be accredited as legitimate medical schools. And at the time in the early 20th century, homeopathic medical schools were just as out there as what they call the allopathic, maybe more so. Herbal eclectic medicine was, was a basic standard. Naturopathic medicine. What else? Eclectic uh, herbalism. You know, there's all kinds of things that existed and it was like it didn't exist when I grew up. I'd never heard the word homeopathy till I was 24 years of age. And I went to Emory University in Atlanta. Their medical school, I found out years later after I learned of homeopathy, taught homeopathy on their medical school curriculum up until 1949. One of the last holdouts in America of a medical school still teaching that curricula and this is where you get into the North-South antagonism. You know, the the, the uh, New England schools, the Harvards, the Yales, it's like, oh, those rubes in the South, they don't know what they're talking about. Yet they were holding out to teach homeopathy because it was working still. And they weren't as under the thumb of those, you know, Northeastern, what would we call mindset elitists. Yet many of them, the elitists, including Rockefeller and Carnegie, had personal homeopaths. Isn't that interesting? But they did everything they could to wipe out homeopathy for you and me. And thank God, you know, I got to train under a, you know, a Belgian homeopath who emigrated to America. And I taught, well, I, was, I studied with him for over 10 years before moving out into everything else. But good Lord, what a journey. So I'm glad that these old people want to get off of drugs, but I'm sad that they want to wait for their doctor to approve it. And I get it. In some cases, the withdrawals from uh, the dependency on these pharmaceutical toxic poisons is such that that could risk death withdrawing from them, particularly the psychiatric medications for which there is no known analysis or blood test or saliva test or hair analysis or stool test or anything to determine you have a, a deficiency of like an SSRI drug, for instance. However, if you're on a cholesterol medication, that's just, it's just like, let's kill your liver and say, we're going to protect you from having a heart attack. Yeah. You, the, the statin drugs don't have that, uh, let's say dependence per se, but the misinterpretation of high cholesterol that would be more indicative if it's abnormally high, if they even know from your family lineage, would be indicative of, of liver congestion or liver toxicity. So with that, I'm going to open it up and bring my good friend Kate Birch back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, homeopath extraordinaire. We've got websites connected to her, vaccinefree.wordpress.com. Also, hip health, H-I-P-P health.com and freeandhealthychildren.org. And we got to talk about all of that in Whatever time we have, Kate, I want to hang on with you as long as I can. Kate, thanks for being here and welcome back. Hi, Robert. How are you? Oh, well, I'm fired up, as you can tell. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, I'm excited. It's not every day I can get a homeopath on the show. Yeah. Myself, so this is cool. Yeah. So we we first met at uh, a homeoprophylaxis conference, and I've seen you at uh, the Health Freedom Expo, as well as the the National Health Freedom Coalition, the, the Congress, the Health Freedom Congress as well. So you've been involved in this uh, community for a long time. And uh, in particular, 
I want to talk at this hour with you about what you and your colleagues have been doing to research about what we've been through with COVID and how homeopathy can play a role in recovery, much less prevention, et cetera. But I want to open it up for you to make an opening statement of any kind based on where we are right now today. Yes. So in the fall of 2019, we have a group of practitioners. We work very closely together. We were seeing some pretty weird flus that would go from first starting with a cough, then it would go to vomiting and diarrhea, and then a fever would come, which is really an obscure way of an immune process to happen like that. Usually the cough comes last, maybe fever comes first, you know, usually never cough and vomiting and diarrhea. Um, anyways, we thought, well, I wonder what they put in the flu vaccine. So we had set about the task to do an influenza study, which we were going to be launching in the spring of 2022. And um, along comes COVID. And we just took out influenza and we embarked on a study. We launched it in the month of March in 2020. And because we were already a private membership association, we had several thousand uh, red, uh, people in our organization and we had 1,100 people sign up for our research. And there were three main areas that we wanted to look at in the research. One was, uh, does giving a nosode work in an epidemic? And is it possible for us to change the trajectory of the epidemic by this energetic influence of a nosode? which I want to come back to. Hey, uh, define nosode because I know we know it. And so a lot of my listeners, people all the time. Yes. So there's different classes of homeopathic remedies. And one of them is called a nosode. And nosodes are remedies made from infectious agents or discharges of people who are sick with infectious agents. And so our influenza study, we were going to use influenzinum, which is the historical dose of influenza from the 1918 epidemic, which still acts preventatively for current day influenzas because the human response to influenza is still the same. Fever, body ache, you know, sweat, recovery like that. And basically what a nozo does is it activates the immune response that you would have to the disease in preparation to if you saw the disease, your immune system would already know what to do. And that's homeoprophylaxis. Yes. So should I carry on now? Yes, thank you. Okay, good. Yeah, we just kind of dove right in there. Mm -hmm. So come the spring of uh, 2020, we launched, so the three areas we were going to study is you know, what do the symptoms look like? So we had people enter the study who had been sick prior. And we also had people who entered the sick who actually had COVID-like symptoms. And then uh, we had people who hadn't had either, but were living with these people or had exposure to these people. Like the whole family signed up, you know, up to eight people in a family could sign up at one time. And, um, and then we tracked what so we were looking for efficacy we were looking for cure rate and then we tracked uh, what this proving symptoms are so let's talk a little bit about approving so the way we can use a remedy in homeopathic practice is you give a group of people a substance and they may have this symptom or that symptom but collectively you develop what's called the materia medica 
the symptomatology of that remedy. And then according to the principles of homeopathy, then you have a symptom map by which if somebody comes in with those symptoms, you can say, oh, this remedy corresponds with that. And then the remedy itself can heal that, right? So our research was the entrance was open until uh, the end of April. We continued to provide the nozzle to the general public as well and other people coming in our practice. But for research purposes, we did that. And um, a few pretty interesting pieces came of that. Well, first of all, uh, it was 100% effective until the vaccines came out. And I want to talk about that as we get to that. Um, the other part was that it was cured every person that had long haul symptoms. So they got sick in November, they were still sick in March. And cause we all know that COVID actually started in November, October of 2019, right? Um, and then the ones that were active when they first came into the research within those two week time periods, they, they had recovered from the COVID too. So that's like um, the main sort of efficacy part of the study, we could say. Mm -hmm. and then we looked at, you know, long-term results where there's any side effects, like were there other disease manifestations that happened from the nozode, which is really important, say, to study for the vaccines, because we know that, you know, six months into it, people are dropping with heart attacks. And did anybody really study that? Or um, so in our, you know, long um, term effects. There was no, there was all improvement in health. There was no uh, other retroviruses that were activated or other infections or things like that. And then the most interesting part was the proving part. So the first papers were published in uh, 20, end of 2020 and 21. And then we did the repertorization, which is the collating of all the symptoms. And we didn't start that until halfway through 2021. And we learned a lot about the actual pathogenesis of the disease through looking at the symptom presentation. So I'll just stop there. And um, if you have questions and where, you know, we can go a few different ways. Yeah. Thanks, Kate, for setting the stage beautifully there. By the way, the uh, freeandhealthychildren.org uh, goes into some more of what we're discussing a little bit about homeoprophylaxis. I don't know if the study that we're referring to, these things that have been revealed, are all at this website yet? Or yes, you scroll open? down on the right-hand side. Okay. Yep, all of those links are the research papers, there's videos, there's initial results, everything on the right-hand side there. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, this is great. For those of you who want to do further research, and uh, I know that uh, more than ever, Kate, I've witnessed in the last three years, of the physician community that have been trained or raised allopathically have become open to so many more things because of the disaster and the failures of their own system to prevent, truly prevent, much less mitigate and recover. Uh, and, and those that have succeeded have gone into some older, uh, less toxic drugs. One was a new one in the ivermectin, a newer one, but the hydroxychloroquine, which interesting, goes back to the basis of homeopathy. When we think of the original remedy, uh, you know, Cinchona or China, uh, in malarial treatments yeah. and other things, the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, things that I think homeopaths were getting right during this time. In fact, we were prescribing snake venom remedies because there were so many bloodborne disorders in COVID that matched up very well to the various different snake venoms. 
And then we come to find out, you know, controversies like uh, Dr. Brian Artis brings out the snake venom peptide discoveries in, in big pharma, utilizing them perhaps uh, as, as medicines, but also could be intoxicants too. And whether it was caused by that or not, it matched up very well with a lot of the snake venoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow up on that a little bit. So there's two parts to the SARS-CoV-2. There, one is the spike protein, which causes its own realm of disease. But there's two genetic mar- or, uh, codes that were, so let's talk about the biochemics of it. So in this was a timeline, it was June of 2021, where we began to put this together. And at that point, they were still calling COVID a respiratory disease. And we were looking at our symptoms and we saw this flushing of heat. There was a lot of flushing. And a very interesting symptom, you always look at strange, rare, and peculiar symptoms, but men with more erections after taking the nose out. Like this should be like, how does that fit in with an immunological profile, right? Immunological is activating of white blood cells, activating of fever, cytokines, leukokines, and those, but that's not it. And so then there are other symptoms like excessive urination. And one of the main symptoms, which is a main symptom in COVID is a massive headache right in between the eyes, which is the pituitary gland. So now we begin to understand that oh, the pituitary gland regulates blood pressure. And it's the angiotensin system that regulates blood pressure. Well, lo and behold, the spike protein joins onto the angiotensin system receptor sites. And this then all of a sudden, if they're occupied by that spike protein, the respiratory disease is only so much as those angiotensin sites were blocked in the lungs. And then fluid started seeping into the lungs because the cells were no longer regulating the fluid. So it was only respiratory in the fact that it was the angiotensin sites that were blocked. But um, the other part is the genetics that was inside the virus. So once the spike protein attaches to, you know, the nasal cavity in the lungs and such, it can also attach intestinally. So that's why we got the vomiting and diarrhea. It's not like a flu vomit or diarrhea, it's um, more that, but that there's genetics inside. And one of the pieces of genetics does the same thing to our blood as black mamba snake venom. Mm. It's upregulated the hemolytic and um, propensity. And the other genetic code that was inside the spike protein was the um, angiotensin releasing hormone genetics that downregulated the body's ability to make the releasing hormone. Normally the hormone releases the spike protein from the receptor sites but if they're downregulated then the spike protein maintains its uh, occupation in those receptor sites and then the whole system goes down like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, these are again, uh, fascinating revelations as observed in terms of the deductions. Yes. Through symptom picture. And this is what I love about homeopaths and homeopathy. It doesn't require high tech experiments. No lab tests. Yep. We're not against that. If that's what you do and you can, you know, come to similar or the same results, but in many ways, uh, it's it's untenable and unaffordable for a lot of people. 
And I've always said homeopathy is the medicine of the people because it's the least expensive in terms of remedies and, of course, the lowest technological interface. If you go to a homeopath and they simply, anamnesis, ask questions, ask questions to get to the bottom and observe and share information. And one mm -hmm. of the good things I saw in COVID happening was that as I was meeting weekly with all kinds of physicians, MDs, DOs, DCs, N NDs, uh, nurses, chiropractic, I mean, all of it, and herbalists and, and, and lay uh, practitioners of all kinds. And we were coming together to share and talk and learn from each other. And that was a wonderful time that I had not seen in my lifetime since becoming a homeopath, mm -hmm. where there was genuinely an egalitarian look, viewpoint of like, my gosh, we don't have a monopoly on this. None of us do. Let's talk about it. Let's get together. So in, in the midst of horrible tragedies, and, and we could say a lot about COVID being that, uh, there's been an extraordinary opening you know, within the physician class that is in a monopoly system in the West to begin to reach outside of their training and begin to realize there's a lot of, uh, let's say that they didn't know. And now we have an opportunity to work together for everybody's betterment in, in freedom though, because as you know, this is not coming from the top down. Our government has been captured and for long, long time by industry and, and such. So we're trying to do it in a way that I think we have to do it by interacting with one another as human beings. Yeah. Exactly. And we did all of our work through a close-knit group of practitioners. And because we had members that were already doing homeoprophylaxis for their children, we had very quickly, within two weeks, we set the research up, which is um, pretty profound that we could do it like that. And, and realistically speaking, so a few points about this. This was the largest homeopathic proving ever done. Like we had from the, the questionnaires on the proving symptoms, we had over 800 respondents. So there's never been a homeopathic proving of that many people. Mm. But we also did this proving in the midst of an epidemic. So I want to talk about the bell curve of disease. Um, one of the pieces I learned, I went to Cuba in 2008, and they had their leptospirosis study. And... Um, so after a few years later, they continued to study and this very interesting phenomena happened. So in there's provinces throughout Cuba, there were three provinces on the western side where the hurricanes hit that they did their intervention. In 2007 and 2008, they continued to study for a few more years. And what happened was, is leptospirosis incidents went down across the entire island. Not only those places where initially it went down there, everywhere else went higher, but then it came down too. That there's this energetic response that happens when enough people take a nosode that creates a waveform action into the outer population. And we were hoping to accomplish this with our dosing. So all of the dosing was pretty close together. I mean, clearly, we were a little bit in denial of, you know, the mass um, experiment that was set up, right? Yeah. And if we could have, what would have happened if 100,000 people took the nose? Could we have gotten ahead of it? And I'll tell you this, that COVID itself, like every infectious disease, whether it's man-made or not, is a thought form. And that thought form is here to tell us something. And so, if we look at just what you're saying, these people coming together and we're looking through the cracks and we're beginning to see through the lies, one of our papers we presented is the shattered mirror. It's like the reality that we thought we was is not that. There is so much going on here and being in the midst of those mental symptoms and everybody's symptoms, 
I mean, we just saw like a hundred years of coercion of humanity and COVID actually was a disease that rose out of that, right? The mad scientists in their laboratories developing it, but as the people who experience the disease or experience the phenomena is this COVID is here to wake us up, to get us out of the collective myths and programming that that this humanity has come up with. Kate, well, wonderfully described. And uh, uh, we're talking with Kate Birch. If you don't know her yet, you, you should. And, and we've got a question of the day coming back uh, on a homeopathic uh, access point, And we'll talk about how you can access that. Uh, mm-hmm. Kate, what you're describing is what I'm witnessing. And, you know, I went through what I call the grand disillusionment many years ago because my own health demanded it. And I had asked God for help and the help didn't initially come as a homeopath. I had to be broken down to be able to accept the idea of homeopathy, much less its reality. So it took a number of years before that homeopath appeared before me. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is what I was asking for. And, you know, can I just say something about that, which goes to the breaking down So what is that process? You know, we live in a matrix of our own creation and then something comes along and starts chipping away at that. Mm -hmm. So when we first started giving the nozode, some people said, well, let's go with low potencies. But the thing of it is, is the beast is so big that that low potency produced such a high aggravation in the person. If you can follow what I'm saying, right? So, we had, I had just come back from India and they had done some research on dengue nozode. And because dengue can produce hemorrhagic fever, the nozode itself in the low potencies was producing hemorrhages in, in vitro experiments. And we didn't know what we we're getting into. So we decided to go with a 1M, which was the best choice in all of it because it was so up here that it wasn't like, the other, it's like in your face, you have to deal with it. And if people aren't ready to break that myth down, it like causes problems. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or you're going into, into some deep, deep, subtle force, but very powerful as well in that, in that context. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the shattering of the belief system, which crystallizes uh, individually and then collectively as we agree to reality with one another. And then this COVID thing comes up to shake it all up. Some of us, and I think the homeopaths, you know, by and large, and, and holistic and some integrative physicians had been warning of things like this. And we go back to the idea of, of um, germ causation versus manifestation, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, from the thought form, from the belief system on down energetically into a physical manifestation. These things are hard to have discussions on in a Western mental, you know, mindset. Mm-hmm. But the, the COVID scenario has opened people up to be willing to at least engage in discussion on these topics, which is great. We've needed that, long needed it, because we've gone so far over into the mental reductionist realm that we've lost the beauty of creation and the energetic realities of how it even manifests down to the physical so homeopaths were already there, even beyond the explanation of quantum physics when Hahnemann first came about uh, with the, the idea and applying it in this unique way. Uh, so as we move forward here in in uh, helping people resolve these issues, not just COVID itself, but now we get into the COVID jabs, which are unlike all previous so-called vaccination for which we already had remedies for, for vaccinosis. Now we're talking about genetic instruction alteration of gene expression or protein, uh, you know, uh, translation, if you will, through uh, synthetic mRNA. This is this doesn't fit the definition of a vaccine, yet they altered the definition. And what's interesting about that, they've 
done themselves in, those that are vaccine worshipers, the religion of vaccinology, by calling the COVID jab a vaccine, they've destroyed trust and faith in all vaccines among even the medical population. Like they, we could have never done simply by trying to educate and inform on these uh, issues. So they've done it to themselves. We didn't have to do anything. Now we're having to help people pick up the pieces of their reality that has been shattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's a few pieces I want to touch on with that. Uh, mm-hmm. One is about the manufacturing of those vaccines, but also a piece that I don't have confirmation, but I have a suspicion about. And perhaps you know of the French virologist, Dr. Luc Montagnier. Yes, I've interviewed who, him before. before yeah, you've before. interviewed him before, right? So he um, was researching the HIV virus and through his research, and it's been replicated over and over, he noted and homeopaths loved it because he said you could dilute this solution of it and emits a frequency. Oh, yay, this is homeopathy. Mm-hmm. So this explains homeopathy. And But one interview I listened to him, I don't know if it was done in 2019 or early 2020, but he talked about so not only were they able to show that it emits a frequency, two, they could transport the meat, the frequency to a lab remote electronically through electronic signature, and they could submit to a sealed solution the frequency, and then they gave PCR test to it or added PCR, whatever the, um, you know, rapid, like all of a sudden the virus would show up there. And the, the lecture that I heard him say was, wow, we could really use this for science. And if you understand what the spike protein is, basically it's a genetic coding of snippets of DNA from multiple different disease strains. And they've strung together with whatever bonds they've put them together with. And the DNA is, you know, ACTG coding, right? ACTG. When you put it together in a certain tune, notes, it has a frequency. So they, you know, to make however many billions of vaccines they did, they didn't use like monkey kidneys to incubate them like they did with polio. They loaded those code into the computer and it hums a frequency. CRISPR technology is how mRNA vaccines are made, that they submit the frequency to that serum with nucleotides and the vaccine strain or the viral, the spike forms together, the mRNA. So then they just uh, put those in the vials. They need to be kept in cold storage and then they're injecting people with these things. One thing that I can say for sure is that nature wins out. This is an artificial creation. DNA is billions of years old and has an intelligence that's beyond the mad scientists, right? Like our beings come from this. And so what we've seen over time, and unfortunately, many, many people got vaccinated, but that's an unstable genetic piece of information because it's not built on anything that has to do with nature. Yeah. And it slowly breaks down and depending on the susceptibility of the individual. And I'll tell you that, um, you know, I said that our nozode was 100 percent effective until the vaccines came out. Now, what happened when you have all these people that took all that information? So our DNA is also like 
kinesthetically receptive to the external environment and epigenetics, it will form like that. So you have masses of people taking this piece of sound information is what it is, right? Yeah, sound we don't find sound, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yep. And and putting and then they're walking around emitting this all. So you've got the vaccine shedding. It's not like something's hopping from one person to another. It's that that field yeah. has well, been changed. Okay, this yeah. is where we get into such areas of controversy, which I wish wasn't so controversial to talk about the energetic realities of so-called disease transmission, right? We, yeah. we get hung up on uh, bacteria that we can see under microscope or viruses that we can't except through PCR, which is a whole other amplification technology that, yeah. you know, Carrie Mullis said, this is not an adequate technology to identify a, an infectious cause of disease. Uh, so there's so many controversies and layers and they're, they're thinking in terms of the controversy of energetics in reality and sound and frequency and waveform, all of that in interacting with one another, instead looking to say, hey, what did you sneeze on me? You know? Right. And, and the fact that it was 5G was activated when Wuhan, the epidemic broke out, and in Iran and Italy, the same um, yeah, the, 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 the frequency disruption, the discordant frequency. Exactly. And, and, you know, again, I realize and I recognize for some of you out there, that's just like a, a bridge too far. I can't go with you there. Remember the Invisible Rainbow uh, by Arthur Furstenberg? Did you did you see that one? He wrote about I'm not yet. No. Okay. He wrote about uh, the these so-called um, pandemics that were occurring and they would correspond almost identically to the introduction. Oh, yes. Thomas Cowan talked about that too. Tom yeah. Cowan talked about that. Now, again, we get into other controversies of virus or no virus and I think it's a no-win scenario to, to to nitpick on that, even though I I engage in discussions about these things as well, uh, mm -hmm. because the isolation methodology is so bizarre to the point where they say they found it. You're like, well, why couldn't you just find it right there from the fluids? Of, because there's an energetic component that doesn't exist until you alter it in such a way as to then say it's physical. Uh, but this is aberrant metabolism, much like the somatid cycle uh, going back into Gaston Nassance, if you've read the book, uh, The Persecution yeah. of Trial by Christopher yeah. Bird. You begin to see, again, a whole other world, pleomorphism, that is not, I don't believe it's taught in medical school, uh, this, these concepts yet. Uh, maybe a little bit in Europe. No, it's all about, looking at the lab tests and that. And, and just to say, too, we never isolated the virus. What we have is 13 or mucus discharges from 13 people who are sick with COVID-like symptoms in Wuhan in January of 2020. That's what yeah. the nose load came from. So it could have been the 5G, could have been environmental stuff. I mean, what came up in the symptoms were certainly sensitivity to EMF, mm -hmm. certainly sensitivity to glyphosate food, and then every other like ringworm, strep, a candida, every other pre-existing pathogenesis of the individual was in amplified yeah. through yeah. this process. Yeah. yeah, we've seen COVID is like a, it will reveal that which was under the surface and it brought it out. It did, does, and, yes. Yeah. So again, homeopathy uniquely suited to uh, respond in, in a prophylactic way. But as you said, what altered things was this COVID jab. That's not a vaccine technically, except to altering the definition. And it, it, it created an aberrant metabolism. I mean, you artificially tried to induce, again, DNA protein synthesis in a different way, not by God, not by nature, but by, as you said, the mad scientist. And I think nature is self-correcting, as you point out. Nature will always win, but we are losing a lot 
there's a lot of devastation along the way to get back to that correction. And I think we can enhance and accelerate that correction with homeopathy. Yes. Yes. All right, Kate, <laughs> I'm just digesting all that we've encountered today. People are going, but I appreciate that you're willing to do that with, with us mm -hmm. because these explanations need to be brought out to consider, to ponder, to meditate, cogitate, and contemplate, and pray on, uh, to really absorb this beyond even the mental construct of what we're trying to communicate here. So, yeah, let's go to the next step, right? So mm -hmm. what now? What now? If we've had some such global experience that could rock the reality of the humans that live on this planet, mm -hmm. and now that we're regrouping, and, you know, we still need to pick up the pieces of all the people that are on every kind of medication that you can imagine, every kind of, um, you know, twisting of the political, governmental systems, and so on. And an interesting piece about the COVID They've done research, right? Where does the spike protein go to from the vaccines? And it goes to the testes and the ovaries and causing sterility. And, um, you know, I left the country in the winter of 2021 saying, I need to like exit stage right, you know, save my own soul before I can continue to participate with this. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, and, and maybe this is the next show, but we've developed many more homeoprophylaxis programs to get into those undercurrents of what we call miasmatic burdens and to liberate those so that our children have, I mean, because people are going to keep reproducing, right? The ones that have not lost that, um, you know, so that is the next story. Like, what can we do more for Great. humanity? Yeah. Well, again, you've got part two coming. That's for sure. We're going to be visiting and revisiting this, Kate. I'm so glad to reconnect with you here yeah. today. I do have a question of the day that will relate to uh, something that you can help with, if you don't mind. I think Super yes, Doc put in the show notes here. Did you enter that right here? Yeah, here it is. Uh, I, it was talking to me. I viewed your you on the New Hope series. I think I did uh, something. This is probably with Jonathan Otto I did. And I talked a little bit about homeoprophylaxis, different things in, in, in natural medicine as well, and even minerals and things that I think were very corrective. I uh, would like to know if you have a practice where I can contact you. I've been looking for a homeopath that can help me heal from uh, a nosmia, nosmia, partial and distorted loss of taste and smell from having had COVID. I never took the jab, but believe I, I still have the snake venom in me and would like to be treated if possible by you. Uh, please let me know how I can make an appointment to discuss my health with you. Thank you, Janie. Now, Janie, you know, I'm on the air two hours a day, six days a week, and I'm lecturing around the world. I, I, I don't have a lot of extra time, and I do sometimes... I more often like to talk with doctors about their patient situations and help them because I think I can help more people that way or through this show. Uh, there are times where people find me and they have no other option. And this is to me a healing ministry, what I do. So I'll help people if I can. But I also want to have Kate access to more people that know this, that can help someone like Janie. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and perhaps you can uh, direct them in a uh, how to yeah. find somebody. So on our freeandhealthychildren.org website, there's practitioners that people can find. All of our practitioners have lots of experience with COVID, lots of experience long haul, and some more with the vaccine detox part. Um, you know, it's interesting because there's in the olfactory nerves, um, it's something about those spike, um, you know, they're occupying the receptor sites. I have heard anecdotally that nicotine actually liberates the angiotensin system. So chewing yeah. on nicotine gum 
Well, um, we've been hearing the nicotinum, the homeopathic form of nicotine as well. Yeah, them, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't want to chew on Nicorette, uh, that you can look to the homeopathic option there. With I see great success with that as well. Well, uh, there's also something to be said about you need an immune system that is working properly to be able to resolve any subacute or prolonged, never been well since infectious agent. And so in this way, it's not like just going to the store, like a practitioner is gonna see where did your immune system get stuck Mm -hmm. and how can we activate that immune system and then help the immune system identify what needs to be cleared and then make sure that that process goes along like that. So I would recommend a practitioner in this case too. So I'm I'm on the page here, once again, freeandhealthychildren.org. If I want to find somebody, maybe close in the area, or maybe they're yeah, parents here, start here. here. Look that. Okay, parents start here. Let's see where is that on the page. Top, 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 top of the top. page. Okay, uh, there it is. Parents find start here. Mm-hmm. Then where we go? Find a practitioner. Access HP supervisor. Ach- okay, access a to HP supervisors. Click on that. And let's well, see that what. was the international tab, but the one right above it is for national. Yep, that's it right there. So we have in um, many states around the country, and then um, we have some international as well. Beautiful. See, I want to make it as easy as possible. There's not enough of us to go around, but those of us that uh, have not enough time, there are others that maybe have not been uh, discovered yet, that they exist, and they're here to help you. And so, Janie, if you haven't gotten the memo, go to freeandhealthychildren.org and access uh, this page and the resources there that Kate and others have put together, uh, which is wonderful. Now, you also have your own uh, website. I see HIP Health, H-I-P-P Health.com. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. And what can we find here on your page? Uh, that's where you could book into my practice, learn about me and what it is that I'm offering. I'm also a book author. I have many books. Uh, glyphosate is a very hot topic. I was glyphosate poisoned. There's a tab there that says books somewhere there, books and classes. Yep. And you can learn more about homeopathy. Vaccine Free was the first book I wrote. It's a expose on infectious disease prevention with homeopathy. It's the orange one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lower down the site is the glyphosate free book, which is really, um, this is the next big ticket. Like the more your metabolic pathways don't work, like glyphosate interferes with that, is we need to clean up the food system in a really bad way. Everybody who's got digestive problems. That was my point, Kate, in opening up and my discovery, you know, in my training initially in homeopathy, realizing how much we had corrupted the terrain due to toxic poisons. And that was unlike any time in recorded history. And we have to address that or else, you know, we sometimes can put the cart before the horse and uh, maybe not get the success or trigger a healing crisis or aggravation that may be less necessary when we clear the power. Yeah, it's a maintaining cause that until it's out of the system. And it's a tricky one because mm-hmm. glyphosate builds into the body, the collagen. And so it's always in the body until you mechanically remove yeah. it out. Of exactly. That. And by the way, on Monday's show coming up, uh, I think that's the May 1st show. I've got an interview with someone. There's technology out of Australia, an invention that was made, and they've gone all the way up through EPA regulation to get it approved as an herbicide that is non-toxic, truly non-toxic, that can replace glyphosate for uh, those that we want them to stop using it. But they'll often say, well, but I have to do this. This is my job. 
And now we have an option. And I'm going to be revealing that on Monday's show. I'm very excited about this technology. Again, mm -hmm. to reach the hurdle of going through EPA regulation to get it acknowledged. And again, as you'll see, it is truly a non-toxic option that succeeds and has a price point uh, almost identical so that people say, well, it's not, it's going to be too expensive. I can't do it. No, you'll be able to do it. The only thing is we now need to let the world know about it. And that's a good news story, Kate. So there's innovation happening. There's good things occurring. And I'm, I'm uh, grateful for that. I'm grateful for you doing what you do and, and, you know, leaving and coming back, right. Finding your space to, to maintain that balance so you can come in. It took and a long time to get myself back here. It's like, oh my goodness, how right? do I do that? It, it, well, look, it's a challenge for any of us. There's so much mm -hmm. chaos. There's so much antagonistic, uh, uh, you know, uh, energies. And a lot of this is done, most of it, I think, artificially induced by those crazy mad scientists or, and or mad, whatever you want to fill in the blank, that use the uh, idea of the Hegelian dialectic to pit humans against humans. We have more in common than we have that would separate us. We all have different beliefs about things. That's normal and natural. And it used to be, Kate, when I grew up, maybe you too, we had people we disagree with that were best friends. We didn't cancel them. We just, ha you know, you have disagreements, but you're still pals. Where is that? Where is that human compassion and love and recognition that we all have unique experiences? We see things through our unique experiences and we come to different conclusions, but that doesn't mean we have to destroy and harm or, or kill or eradicate or cancel each other. Exactly. Am I asking? Or live in isolation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I think sometimes I'm asking for we're, too much. But. We're a tribe. We need to live in community and even share our germs. Yeah. God damn it. I, the bacteria evolves too. Yeah. And they learn, they teach each other. It's like the, with that evolution is mm -hmm. contagious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Kate, God bless you. Thank you for being on board today. And we'll get you on again and, and talk about the next phase of, of recovery, talking about the, the reproductive system, how to break the cycle of infertility that's been given rise even more accelerated fashion since COVID jabs came out. And uh, I definitely want to follow up with you on that if that's all right. Thanks, Robert. Yeah. All right. Kate Birch, thanks for being on board with Robert Scott Bell Show today. Really grateful. And uh, next hour, we're going to have a lot of fun, too, with uh, another physician uh, uh, Stephanie Christner, and we'll talk about maybe some of the things we've covered today and more, but particularly with the need for uh, sincere and, and, and significant uh, antioxidant response to the oxidative stress and damage from all, all many things, including injections, but also ionizing radiation, background level radiation. I was talking with Kate earlier about uh, um, plutonium as a remedy since the atomic age uh, exploded on the scene, no pun intended. Uh, and the anger associated with that. Uh, so there's a lot to cover, and we got that coming up in hour two. We do have a, another question of the day that came in, I think. Uh, one or two. I'm going to see if I could squeeze them in before hour two. This one's from Lori. Hello, RSB and Super Don. My husband was just diagnosed with early cirrhosis and hep C. Can you please tell him your thoughts on this and on the 12-week pill that cures it? Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, God bless you, and thank you in advance. He will be listening intently. OMG, I need a hotline to you guys. <laughs> LOL. Uh, so let's start there. Uh, look, cirrhosis is, is something, and, and, and we talk about the most regenerative organ and organ system that we know of is, is the liver, the de detox pathways. It's been corrupted significantly in our lifetime and before we even got here, for many of us. Since the dawn of the Industrial Revolution, we've unleashed uh, a pollution hell. That is not a global warming or cooling issue, but is a toxicological burden issue. And that can also displace the minerals that protect you and, and also facilitate normal metabolic functions. So when the overwhelming toxicity 
even supersedes the ability of your liver and your excretory organs to bind and excrete, or if they're man-made synthesized versions that we don't have the tools yet to, to really respond to, we again, desperation ensues and adaptation ensues for survival. And we start, you know, here, take the selenium, grab it, bind it, whatever we get, and we get depleted. So it ends up in a vicious cycle. And so if you can't regenerate faster than you degenerate, and it takes a lot to get the liver there, you end up in a diagnosis like cirrhosis or hepatitis C. Now, I would argue that they've actually uh, isolated a hepatitis C virus. I argue against that idea. But if you have signals that are showing up that indicate that, it does acknowledge a reality of harsh liver or significant liver dysfunction. Now, I got my start in homeopathy working with the drainage principle. That's the, the French school of homeopathy, clinical homeopathy. And our focal point as a starting point for everyone is the liver to enhance the function, to restore the function to the liver and the detox pathway. So if you haven't uh, uh, basically downloaded my one hour, in, it, it's a lecture on demand with Trinity School of Natural Health, that's where you'll get your start. I know it's not 10 years of training in an hour, but it's a lot and you will be able to start on the basic terrain concept with clinical homeopathy to clear the terrain, clear the pathway of recovery. And in that, the remedies that I discuss, including bryonia, nux vomica, chelidonium, and others are the key energetically, metabolically in terms of homeopathy to begin to restore liver function. Now, there's a, a second question, I think, uh, let's see, I think it was related to the uh, Ayurvedic formulation that I uh, encountered many years ago. And I think it is available in the United States. Himalaya USA, I think is a company, big pharmaceutical conglomerate in India, although it's not a drug, it's an Ayurvedic herbal formula called uh, liver care. And that has been used, in fact, prescribed as a drug in India for cirrhosis and hepatitis. So we're talking about devastating liver, you know, diseases resulting in death. And yet they've been able to recover it with these various herbs. And I would combine homeopathy as well. Selenium becomes important from a, a, an American Western herbalist perspective. I recommend the formula out of Idaho called, uh, it's a Alta Health Products, A-L-T-A. Uh, it's Cangest, C-A-N-G-E-S-T. It's a, an herbal blend that you activate in warm water, a powder that you activate in warm water and drink down three, four times a day. And that will facilitate liver health, gallbladder health, stomach, in, small intestine, large intestine. It's, it's a comprehensive digestive uh, support. And so there are many things that your husband can do, Lori, to recover without having to resort to a pill that attacks a phantom virus that they haven't even truly isolated except through phantom tests like PCR. Uh, so detoxify, go organic, clean up the water. If you haven't uh, uh, plugged into the echo technologies, that's the echo water I've been using for 15 plus almost 20 years now that facilitates the dissolve dissolving of hydrogen, the H2 into the water to facilitate also antioxidant activity and cell signaling modulation. So it can help all kinds of pathways. And then in hour two, I'll add to the mix as we go into the folium products, the folium PX and how it can counteract this oxidative stress that creates damage to any and every cell in the body potentially, including liver, kidney, colon, et cetera, detox pathways. So hopefully that's helpful to you. Uh, let's see, uh, it's meant to suggest persons automatically access the, oh, Cardio Miracle. Super Don, we're doing a Cardio Miracle this afternoon with Dr. Uh, John Witcher. Uh, he's running for governor of Mississippi, but he's also an integrative physician as well. Correct. And a great guy. And uh, he and I are going to conduct a cardio miracle webinar today talking about cardiovascular health, especially as it affects the minority population much more severely. And we'll talk about nitric oxide, vitamin D and other things as well uh, right. coming up. But I don't know how to go back in time for Lori's sake to find the previous. Well, Lori, here's the deal. Um, 
if you sign up for the webinar and you are not able to go there, be there live, mm-hmm. you will get uh, an email with a link to the replay. So don't don't fret if you're not able to be there uh, for the for the live. Uh, you know, what we need to ask it. ask the folks at Cardio Miracle if we can have access to the previous one and we can put. I it would up have to go. Back. I might even have that. I okay. just I would have to go. You know, jump into my DeLorean and yes. uh, and go back <laughs> go and, and, and find it. But um, yeah, and as far as Patreon members, the thing is, we wouldn't make it because it's for everybody. Yeah. So, um, and those replays are available. So, in the event that you are not able to make it um, live, please yeah. still sign up. Yes. Because you will be able to catch the replay, Lori. I will try and go back and see if I can find the link to that to the one previous. By the way, on our Patreon account, uh, for those of you that are Patreon supporters, we had a great AMA, a Zoom AMA yesterday, and it's available. I think soon. You you've got the video downloaded. Right? Actually, you know what? I had some free time like uh, last night, so it's already up there. You posted it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, and also, uh, Kate mentioned Luke Montagnier. That interview I did with Montagnier, I don't think we've ever gone public with it, but it is available for our Patreon. It is on Patreon. Yep. Uh, and as little as five bucks a month to support the Robert Scott Bell Show, you'll have access to so much, so much wonderful. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and also sharing the show. We've got another question from Linda B., but maybe we'll take that an hour or two uh, with uh, Stephanie Christner. She's a physician, and uh, we are connected to her through our friend Bob Oren and the Folium products, foliumpx.com. So I'm anxious to get to that as well. We also have, I think, a little bit of an update real quick in the beginning of hour two about uh, Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running for president on the Democrat side, uh, a little bit about censorship. So stand by for that and a whole lot more. Please share the show. Thank you for being here. And all I'm here to do is remind you that the, the power to heal is yours. Do you believe in free expression? Do you believe in freedom of speech? Do you think that the founding fathers were prescient in putting the First Amendment to the Constitution in there as the first of the Ten uh, Amendments, Bill of Rights? And do you recognize that those Bill of Rights, those listed, those things listed in the Bill of Rights were not freedoms granted to you by government, that they were acknowledgement of a right or rights that you have by virtue of your very existence, your creation, that precede the invention of government? any government, much less the United States government, which has since then apparently abandoned the defense of freedom of speech to become uh, an, an arbiter of what should be legitimate speech, free speech allowed. And this goes long before COVID and the overt uh, tackling of those of us, our friends, including ourselves, and banning and deplatforming and uh, shadow banning, et cetera, our viewpoints that disagreed with various times, the World Health Organization, the CDC, the FDA, Anthony Fauci, mainstream media, President Trump, President Biden, anybody. And their uh, claims that we are uh, disseminators of misinformation. Yet it turns out pretty much everything they said about COVID has been proven to be wrong, dead wrong, deadly wrong, in fact. And preceding COVID and all this overt censorship we've witnessed, I've been on the air, this is my 24th year broadcasting since 1999 when I first opened the microphone, realizing that there has been censorship within the natural healing realm long before there was COVID, long before I even turned on the microphone in 1999. If you, however well validated and scientifically established, found that a dietary supplement, a homeopathic remedy, 
an herbal medicine of any kind could reverse a disease, including, yes, cancer. And you actually told anybody about it via broadcast media, maybe even by just chatting in, a, in an audience participation event, you could be accused of criminal behavior, of violating what they call commercial speech codes. The limitations on speech, because it's not free speech, it's commercial speech, and commercial speech is not speech. Therefore, it must be regulated by the FTC, for instance, the Federal Trade Commission. The FTC has more bite than the, the, the FDA when it comes to communication of substances or energies that can reverse or facilitate the reversing of disease in your body. I, I've, I've joked about this for many years as well when I've lectured. I said, you know what? Took them 10 years to find Osama bin Laden. Remember that? Yeah, guys on hemodialysis in a cave in Afghanistan. Took them 10 years to find him. And if you hang a shingle or advertise that you can facilitate the body's overcoming of cancer without chemotherapy, radiation, or surgery, the federal government will find you in 24 hours or less. In fact, with AI, they might find you yesterday before you even did it. Pre-crime, right? Which tells you what? Who are the, who's the real, who, do the, who does our government perceive as the real danger to America or Americans? It's those of you who can reverse disease without pharmaceutical drugs, without that kind of intervention. My gosh, you would destroy everything that has become America. That is the captured country that it is. And it's not just the United States. It's Canada. It's Australia. It's New Zealand. It's the Western democracies of Europe. All fallen prey to regulatory capture. Now, Bobby Kennedy running for president as a Democrat is a breath of fresh air, is he not? Yes, coming from the Kennedy family and Yes, most of the uh, mainstream media reports are like, well, his family doesn't agree with him. That you know, everything they can do to discredit him, and of course, calling him an anti-vaxxer doesn't have the same impact as it once did, because most everybody is now against at least the COVID jab, if not many others prior to that, because they've realized they've been lied to about that too. So the quote here in this article at Breitbart, it was an interview with Bobby Kennedy. Uh, it says this: "There is no time in history where the people who were censoring speech." We're the good guys. And I don't know, Super Don, maybe you can think of a, a time that 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 it was. And I'm not talking about protecting children from harmful things. Um, that's, a to me, a different thing. That's not censorship in the same route as what we're talking about here. But the censorship, who does it? Is it the good guys coming in to censor you? Is that is that ever the case? And Bobby Kennedy says, no, it's never been in history that the good guys were the ones censoring. That's a that's pretty safe because I can't really come up with any examples where it was like, oh, mm -hmm. those were the good guys. I mean, I don't know. It's no. an interesting question to ask. I mean, is yeah. there an appropriate time? Mm -hmm. I mean, think of all the possible scenarios there. Is it an appropriate time to censor and have it be the right thing? Is there like, a, can you justify censorship in, like in the right situation? Well, and, and my point, of course, is that the, the Bill of Rights didn't have an escape clause any more than the Constitution does. Oh, well, if we declare an emergency, then you have no rights. Really? Is that in there somewhere? Right. It's not in there. And so this idea that we can restrict rights, and this is the this is the regulatory state. This is what Jonathan Ebert is running on to become a United States senator from Virginia to replace Tim Kaine, the guy who would censor us permanently and force us to lock down permanently if he could have his way. He's a power hungry uh, politician, as many of them are. Right. So the idea that the government has a right of censorship because it disagrees with what we say, and then it claims that we are uh, purveyors of malinformation, misinformation, disinformation, it turns out they're the ones that are primarily doing all the things they're accusing us of doing.
So with that, oh, I got two. I got two connections. Do you see that, Super Don? I I do, and I was. I'm going to. Uh, Which one should we? I think we should just have fun. We've got two Stephanie Christners. They look uh, identical. They, yeah, I don't know what's going on. What I mean, look, going on? You got connection. Which one? Is the real so connection? there's one. There's a real Stephanie. Stephanie. Christner. And there's two. Look at that. Which one do we use? I don't. Okay, now let's let's all okay. right. Let's take one out we'll of them. Get there. rid of one of them. Again, <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Hi. It's working. It's okay. Working. All right, we're okay. good. We're Hallelujah. Good. Thank you for connecting. And I'm sorry we didn't get the test in advance. This is the hard part of our show is that we don't have a team of uh, you know twelve Clydesdales. Uh, we've got Super Don, and he's amazing as he is. I, but, I'm at uh, least three Clydesdales. Three Clydesdales. Right? Right? He's okay. pretty good. It's pretty good. Right. So, Doctor Krisner, you we're connecting with you through our friend Bobby Oren. Who has developed or helped brought over here to America the Folium products, the Folium PX? And I just want to maybe you can introduce yourself to to the audience, let us know what you're all about, and maybe if you want to comment on anything you've seen or heard so far, because it's been pretty profound with the stuff we've been covering. Okay, am I still on? Yes. Okay, because it said I was removed, so I'm I'm new to this as well. Um, my background's in family medicine and psychiatry, and um, I'm currently involved in creating a franchise network of kind of a new paradigm of mental health clinics that also focuses on um, performance as well. We utilize neurofeedback and we combine photobiomodulation, really focusing on the gut to decrease the inflammatory process in the body, which contributes to so much um, inflammation in the hypothalamic pituitary axis and uh, we really feel if you don't clear the parasites, the viruses, the bacteria, correct the microbiome, that your mental health and physical condition won't improve. So that is our focus. We have a location in Oklahoma and just opened our first franchise in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah, I have fun doing that. I, like you guys, are concerned about the environment and the effect on um, every bodily system. And so that's our focus. Dr. Krishner, you know, as a psychiatrist, uh, you know that the field of psychiatry has gone off the deep end in terms of pharmacology, despite having no analysis in the, you know, the DSM, when we talk about psychiatric disorders, there's no blood tests, there's no hair tests, there's no, you know, saliva tests, stool, all of these things that you would say, objective tests to anal analyze and say, Hey, yeah, this is a candidate for this particular drug because it replenishes somehow that chemical imbalance that we claim that we see, but we don't have any evidence of. It, that's exactly it. And that's actually why I love um, Babery's products, Folium, mm. <clears throat> because, I mean, for centuries, we know that plants and herbs have um, phytochemicals in them and metabolites that address what a synthetic pharmaceutical product tries to address but they only target one component where this is um, when you combine all the plants and herbs together, you really get a synergistic mechanism that is targeting the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and these things are multifactorial. I don't think it's just one thing. You know, we can, we can talk about heavy metal contamination being impactful on the brain nervous system and the gut, you know, brain acts, you know, access points. 
uh, and that's re legitimate and real, but is that the only thing? Then we come in, into the glyphosate Im impacting the epithelial lining of the gut and also being an antibiotic in its own right. Uh, so there are so many factors that it makes it very complex. But if we ignore those basic base level complexities, we'll never get to the things that are you know troubling them, even in a mental and emotional state that are made worse. Maybe they are actually there, but they are certainly not made better by having a, a physiology that is so corrupted. That's exactly it. And that's actually exactly our model at Renew You is it's a progressive process that takes place, um, starting with anxiety and, and disruption of the hypothalamic pituitary axis. And if you can't revert back to a state of hormesis, then you're going to progress along to not only mental health problems, but also autoimmune disorders, diabetes, and eventually dementia. And so without addressing the under line factors, which you've just stated so well, um, there's really no hope of regaining your health. Have, have you encountered any opposition from within your <clears throat> profession, licensure board, et cetera? Because we've talked about the practice of medicine for decades here and how they can't define standard of care, but they know it when they don't see it or something. <laughs> and the, they don't like it if you do these innovative nutritional uh, you know, approaches, detoxification approaches that don't involve drugging people out of their minds. Um, definitely. I um, I've been doing this for so long now. I actually had, um, you know, saw my own children hurt by the vaccination program, which really opened my eyes so many years ago. And so I've been off in my own little world working away. And um, yes, my peers wonder what I do. And um, they know I just don't write prescriptions. But no, I've not been targeted by the board or anything like that. I've been very fortunate for that. Yeah. I pray that that continues for you. And I also, I, as I mentioned in the first hour, I've seen a lot of physicians change their views and become open-minded where they weren't before because of what we've been through in COVID. Have you encountered any of your colleagues now looking at you and going, oh, maybe you were onto something? Absolutely. That's That's been a huge factor, a huge wake-up factor. And that is the silver lining of COVID is so many people's eyes have been opened, um, including consumers. Um, now are looking for alternative ways and want to gain a better understanding of really what's going on. Yeah. So how did you connect with our friend Bob Riorin and, and the Folium products, the Folium PX? Was it at a, a medical event of some kind? Um, I think it was online um, through United News Network. Mm. I saw his products on there and um, were looking to utilize the best products on the market. And so that's really where we initially connected. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, um, I, I told Bobby, I said, I want to talk to doctors that are working with the folium because I've seen such extraordinary things with my own mother at 89 years of age. She had a rough time through COVID, although never officially diagnosed with COVID, but a lot of strange maladies, skin issues, et cetera. And finally got her on Bobby's, uh, the folium. And within a couple of weeks, she was, she called me, says, I'm sleeping better. I'm getting more energy right away in two weeks. And yet that was when she was 88. And I, I said this at 89 well, now on her birthday, she was dancing again, but she was dancing on Jan January 1st to celebrate the new year. So significant endorsement from me helping mom the way uh, that he has or that Folium has. And then more recently, we inter interviewed a uh, physician who worked with a mother and a daughter. The daughter was harmed in the early uh, preteen teen years with the HPV shot vaccine and yes. had gone through years of trouble and struggle. And uh, eventually got the folium and is back to work doing fully functional. I mean, she's doing great. It was again, another wonderful uplifting story. 
it truly is. I'm, I'm, I'm a big researcher, so I really like to um, understand how each ingredient targets a different pathway. And I have been so impressed with each product and, and that combining, you can't create a synthetic product that addresses all the molecular pathways that detoxifies metals while also addressing radiation issues, viruses, bacteria, the inflammatory cytokines. Mm -hmm. it, it's truly miraculous in my opinion, as well as, I mean, there's so many studies showing how all these individual phytonutrients will increase the diversity of the microbiome. And it's, you, you can't beat these products. I actually covered a story yesterday that was like right in Folium's wheelhouse. There was a study that came out that showed that if uh, uh, someone, a child basically under 18, uh, got more than three CT CAT scans uh, in, a, in their life, that they had double the risk of certain cancers. It's a double. I mean, that's like not not a percentage, a doubling of the risk. And and I said this for those of you who are adults that get CT scans semi-regularly or just get them whenever a doctor says, if it's doubling a child, it's not going to be that much better for you as an adult. Uh, and we have to counter as well the ionizing radiation, the damage and the chromosomal damage that manifests as cancers later in life or currently. It's amazing. It's just so additive from day one. Once you are, are born onto planet Earth, you're exposed to an ungodly amount of um, toxins um, repetitively. You can't escape it. And so you've got to take protective action through mm -hmm. things like polium as well as um, we need to clean up planet Earth. Yes, we do. And uh, that's part of our mission here. So we have, I have three products here. I want you to talk me through how you've worked with uh, your patients or clients in, in integrating the folium with other things or on their own. The folium PX, this first one is the, called the super antioxidant. That's the base baseline to start with. And then uh, my mom also got on the folium uh, immuno which is the second in the phase that I see here. And then the folium mm -hmm. relax, which I mean, we could all use a little bit of that. Uh, so <laughs> talk to me about how you've integrated it. Um, well, I, I integrate it very similar. I, I start with the folium PX to decrease the overall oxidative stress that's um, damaging the cellular membranes and allows the cascade to take place. Um, and the PX also will stimulate our own endogenous um, detoxification pathways. So I start there and then the next month I will add in immuno and relax at the same time. I um, particularly love relax because it does really address the hypothalamic pituitary axis, which involves the vagus nerve, um, uh, communicating with the gut and um, even lung issues. We There's a lot of gut lung brain interactions as well as gut brain. And um, so if we can correct that signaling, we often are, this is what I do see is I do see people begin to revert back to a state of health. Hmm. Um, it, it does take time. It does take time. And I combine that with neurofeedback as well as the photobiomodulation. I'm sure you've heard of Bale's photonics. We're using that, um, in combination with the neurofeedback and we are getting extreme results. So if we're putting, let's just say we're starting a, a patient in the first month and I know this is a generalization, so I'm not saying I'm locking you down to this, but in a general sense, we know the, the, the safety of the product because these are botanicals uh, and the average adult, are you 
suggesting two capsules three times a day, one, one a day to ease into it. What have you found is the most beneficial uh, or is it just radically different for each patient? Um, well, it is different for each patient for sure. Um, if I don't think that it's going to trigger too much detox, I will quickly increase the dose to two, three times a day. Okay. On the PX. So you're when I, when you're I start. To what I'm sensitive to as well is like, we know that they're carrying a burden. We know that this will help counteract that and help facilitate the elimination of it. But there's a, a you know, a, a general, let's say adaptation time frame that if you accelerate too quickly, the patient might not understand what's happening, might not be comfortable. And this is a classic case of, you know, we call it a herx or a, a healing crisis or aggravation. It's not exactly. because you're adding toxins to the body. In fact, it's quite the opposite. So like we're removing it and it can be so fast that some people are like, that's too quick for me. But on, on average, if you start with one a day, you can build up, you know, if you want to go gradual, as you pointed out, if you don't suspect that's a concern, uh, you can move right into the two, three times a day and really move this thing out faster. Absolutely. And I'll add a binder um, when I really expect to see a high toxic load or a die-off reaction. And um, patient education is huge mm -hmm. because um, in, in the mainstream world, we're taught that if you have a rash or flu-like symptoms that, oh, you must be sick. And so um, we really focus on educating the patient about what to expect. Great. And so how, how many months or has it been a year or two? I feel like I'm catching up now on the on the folium products. I'm so excited every time I talk to a doctor that's integrating them and able to share what you're seeing. Um, yeah, we it's probably been eight months since I started using the products mm -hmm. um, about. Yeah, probably about eight months. And um, it, it really takes out having to jump around to other companies and looking for the right thing because of all the various ingredients in there. And so it's nice to be able to stick with one company and a company that's certainly done their homework and, um, you know, it's an extremely high quality product. There's uh, questions that I have about uh, aggressive intravenous type chelation for heavy metals as such. And I think to me, that's a last resort, but I understand it's a response to unusual or inordinate amounts of toxic burden. Initially, that was a lead toxicity issue that began the IV chelation in the mid 20th century that eventually been, it became called quackery because it found out that they were clearing the arteries of patients and they couldn't have that because it would stop the development of open heart surgery, which became a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, but uh, as far as your uh, sense of the efficacy or your visual, uh, you know, response that you see these patients, could we expect similar profound impacts in terms of countering the oxidative stress that could affect affect the vascular system positively without going invasive? Absolutely, hundred percent, because that's a progressive process as well, mm. um, where you eventually get the endothelial damage by not turning off um, the vicious inflammatory cycle, for sure. Yeah, great. Uh, thanks for confirming that for me. Uh, by the way, your website, let me see if I have it up here correctly. Uh, Dr. Christner, C-H-R-I-S-T-N-E-R.com? Um, th that's a little just landing page of, okay. of mine. Um, the company website, we're actually owned by a publicly traded company called Paragon X. Okay. Um, we, it was initially named Live to be Happy. I'm not sure if they've officially changed that on the website yet and then renewyou.com is um the franchises that we're renewyou.com okay and you're part of that setup right you're helping to facilitate that yes 
Exactly. Now, yeah. if I go to renewyou.com, R-E-N-E-W-U, I'm not opening it. Maybe there's another way to spell um, it. Well, there, it's split right now. We have renewyoutulsa.com, and then there's a Charlotte. And ah, so okay, we're actually in the process of creating a new site right now. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, I just wanted to make sure people can find you if they need you. And uh, now I'm going to I'm gonna risk it by bringing in my good friend, uh, uh, Bobri Oren. And, uh, you know, he didn't get the test, and I know his fun with internet. Bobri, how are you, my friend? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Of course, you're vertical instead of horizontal. I don't know why that is. <laughs> By the way, that's the way I sleep. That's the way you sleep in vertical position. Uh, <laughs> we got to talk to you about your sleep habits, Bobri. So you connect with. I know. Thank you for connecting us with another awesome doctor uh, and Stephanie Christner and her willingness to share. Because this is, as I told you, Bobri, this is part of my journey in wanting to understand more about how to integrate this into, you know, the, the serious issues that are out there for folks. And uh, I, I'm not saying everybody needs to go see a Dr. Christner, but it's great to know that there are people like her out there to help along the way. And also, I love that we can actually access the folium for those that don't have access to this directly and and they could try this and and you know kind of given a, a semblance of how to start everybody's different and sometimes you have to do it intuitively well uh, we're here we have the products we have help is here which whatever extent and all the rest of it is up to the to the person that needs uh, you know you cannot you cannot force them to do anything. You can only advise them what it is. You can only present it to them, and then decision is theirs. You see, here's the bottom line. We all have rights to be healthy. We also have the rights to be sick. We also have the rights to choose. And uh, all the rest of it is up, up to the people themselves. Well, as you know, Bobri, there are entities out there that don't want us to have the freedom to choose. That's what we've come through the last three years in particular, where uh, many physicians were targeted because they were actually helping and not doing what the so-called government uh, mandates told them that it had to do. And God bless them for standing up and doing the right thing. But they've been attacked for it. And uh, you have been working for years, as far as I know, to communicate and educate to the best of your ability with the scientific journals out of the Ukraine that have shown the uh, scientific validity of this formulation and what it's doing. And again, for those of you that uh, enjoy the science of it as much as I do, I also love to hear the clinical response, which is why getting these uh, doctors on, like Dr. Krishner, is so helpful. Well, when it comes to freedom, <clears throat> excuse me, I can only tell you about myself. I bet the Soviet government at whatever price and American government seems to me like peanuts. You know, it's, it's nothing. We can beat them easy. Anybody who goes against freedom, um, they're committing themselves suicides, believe me. Because freedom has no substitute. Well, and you speak from experience having existed under the Soviet Union, a communist a totalitarian type dictatorship, and many people have not lived under that. Those that have come to America and warn us about the direction, you know, every time we move away from freedom, how dangerous that is. Yet, because we have taken freedom for granted in America, many Americans don't appreciate what you're saying. Well, they can't. They cannot because they have never lived without they have They never had to fight for it. Like, if you, if you go back to the American history, what the Americans uh, 
fathers have done to get what we have. Uh, if you do not appreciate it, if you do not keep it, you, you know, here's the thing, use it or lose it. Hmm. And they're losing it. It's unfortunate, but that's, that's the reality. Yes. But, but my freedom is my own and it's not for sale. Beautiful. Uh, but the folding product is everybody should buy some <laughs> in freedom, not coercion or deception. That's why I love doing what we do, because giving this information provides uh, an ability to make better choices. And Dr. Krishner, of course, you as a physician, uh, you, you kind of know about what Bobri is mentioning, because there's been a lot of limitation of your freedom or attempts to, to limit the doctor's freedom to uh, uh, basically innovate and respond to the needs of the patient based on a collectivist ideology that everybody gets the same thing, whether it be a shot or a drug, which is absurd. That's absolutely correct. And I, I even think we have a false sense of security here in America because, um, and in some other countries that are not as progressive in the mainstream medical realm, I almost view them as having more freedom of healthcare because doctors are educated here, not really in what is the cause of disease in medical schools and things like that. So we have a false sense of security when someone goes and sees a mainstream physician. So I really see our biggest hurdle is re-educating the public about what causes disease and how to prevent and reverse it, which is not through a pharmaceutical product. It's through products like folium mm -hmm. and there's plenty of them. And it's really going to be fun to see what happens over the coming years um, with the studies that folium is doing and um, to really have evidence of how to revert disease and not progress along the illness spectrum. Dr. Kristner, are you able to share, uh, obviously with no names, because we're not HIPAA violating here, but just in general, some things that you've seen since you've integrated the folium into your practice in the patient population? Um, yes. Um, this is not in our franchise model, but mm -hmm. I, I see private patients. And so I can track and monitor what they're excreting in their urine and what their toxic load is chemical wise as well. And it takes some time, but um, it happens. And um, people will come to me because they know I will provide them with products that finally get at the root of what is going on. And um, we'll track it based on laboratory evidence. And that I've seen that with the folium products. Nice. Nice. Now, when you first saw yeah. Bobbery, uh, or it was you said it was online. Was he doing an interview online, or was it like an advertisement of some kind online? Um, I think it was on Telegram on yeah. the UNN channel on Telegram, oh, and okay. so and so we started communicating there. And then as I learned more about the products, then um, we started communicating a lot. Nice. And I, I tease yeah. Bobri about his Ukrainian English, but I'm getting better at understanding him. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Live Ukraine and Georgia. Come on. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we love Bobri. And uh, again, he's dedicated his life to get this out. I know it's your mission, my friend. And I, I'm, I'm glad we can help in any any small way. But I, I'm encouraging you all to consider what I've been saying about it for a while now, the experiences my mother has had and others that we've introduced to you on the show. And uh, Bobby, you're going to Washington, D.C. this weekend for a meeting. I was hoping you were going to be in Nashville for the event, but apparently you've got another meeting you have to go to. 
Well, not only that, but, but uh, I I uh, I did not I did not uh, take it take very seriously to get my my table and all that, and it was already taken. It's a great show, and but I will I will be there in uh, I will be on on that show for I mean for that show in Vegas in a couple of months. Okay, is this the one I was telling you about the Biomed Expo that I'll be at? Yeah, right. Okay, good. Yeah, and that, so that's coming up in Las Vegas September 14th through 17th, and uh, I'm encouraging folks to consider attending that with us, or if you have a, a, you want to give a presentation. I don't know, Dr. Christner, do you do ever, or presentations at, at conferences? Um, I attended... Robert, Robert she, did, she did a presentation on our behalf. You forgot, maybe. At, no. At, Expo. At the Red Pill. Was I there? Yeah, I was there, but I was I was emceeing. It was too much to remember everything. Yes, you were busy. Which, Very busy. I need to get on the folium right away, Babri. Babri, I mean, this is ridiculous. Well, not here. <laughs> so, I, I, look, this has been something that I have been on a pace like you would, you might believe, hitting show after show after show and, and presenting. It's like we've been shut down for the most part in the three years of COVID that this year has been like explosion of activity and, and just, and even the latter part of last year, we were hitting a lot of events simultaneous to that. So uh, since you were already there, I was thinking maybe, maybe we get you to present in that Las Vegas event. Just, I was thinking out loud in that regard. Well, I think um, that'd be great. Well, we will be here. We, we will have a Cancer Control Society convention here in Los Angeles, in Glendale. Oh, wonderful. I, I hope you'll be there too because it's a great show. Yeah, I haven't talked to them about that this year, but if it's going on, it's something that certainly I've enjoyed over the many years. I've been to a number of them, and then I know that it, it moved, and there's a whole lot going on there. But Frank Cousineau has been a friend for many years, uh, and I hope it succeeds because it's done decades of good work. I mean, 30 and 40, over 40 years they've been meeting. That's where I met you the first time. That's right. Yeah, that's right at that that event. So, again, you guys are pushing my memory envelope beyond belief. I don't know if I could stretch that far. Uh, Super Don, you say there's a question coming in uh, in one of the chat rooms? Oh, okay. Donnie uh, Malkin, okay. What is the source of folium? Bobber, you want to answer that? Yes, yes, I can. Uh, the initial PX, the source is pine parts and grapeseed extract. No, there are some other elements which we will not disclose, mm -hmm. but the, the, and that are what make what makes um, this product what it is. But but major ingredients are folium, uh, I mean pine parts, and <coughs> grapes extract. Now PX, that's what it stands for, pine extract. Yeah, needles, bark, and <coughs> cone, and the grapeseed extract, and these are already profoundly known to do uh, wonderful things metabolically. And, and again, the binding, uh, the antioxidant uh, capacity, um, the anti-radiation capacity, all of that is present. And uh, I think the way it's been put together is quite unique. I mean, there are people that have tried to do little isolates of this stuff, but this is a whole product. Yeah, but you have to, you know, Robert, we spoke about it before. It's not what's in it, but how they are combined. Proportion. You mm -hmm. see, this, I don't know what the proportion. Let me give you an example. If I gave you H and I gave you O, I mean hydrogen and oxygen, make me a water. If you don't do two H's and one O, you will never have a water. Right. So you have to know what the formula is, and that that took many years of studies and 
working and retesting and all that, and finally, finally it's done. Yeah, That's for for PX. Well, and, and to your to your point, Bob Bree, in that regard, you can see and hear about these ingredients, and they're known. But as you said, the way it's put together proportionally, et cetera, is very unique and very well studied. That's what makes this so unique in its clinical application and why doctors like Dr. Krishner are using it and having great success. In addition to what happened for my mom, after doing a lot of great things that I know to help her with, that product, the folium products that we put her on, have been the next level. It took her to the next level where even all that I know was getting her to a point and it's like, wait, why isn't this getting, and then the folium came in, it was like, that's the miracle we were looking for. Now, the other... Yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead I, I, I was just going to say um, uh, about mitochondrial health and um, the hypoxia or the lack of oxygen that occurs and the lack of energy, which is so key to overall disease today. And again, all the different ingredients in folium target different various pathways within all of the cellular mechanisms and protect the mitochondria and help revert them back to a state of health. So we do have bioenergetic connections. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what that's what that's related to folium PX, but the other products like Immuno, it has a dozen of uh, uh, um, ingredients, maybe more. And all, all it took so many years of testing, retesting, and uh, refining, and all that stuff, which which was hard work and very long and very painful. Because you see, there are some ingredients they don't they do have some common elements in it. If you don't do it in the in right proportion, then one can kick the other one out and and damage more than help. Mm-hmm. And so is volume, volume relax. And then we got it done, it took many years, but it was worth it, believe me, because we're having every single day so many phone calls coming in just to say thank you for um, helping them. Beautiful. Well, I'm loving it. I love the empowerment. I love the success that's occurring. And uh, it's just like anything, as I told you, Bobri, when we first connected about this. Um, you hear it, you hear it again, you hear it again. And then the 10th time, the 50th time, suddenly you hear it for the first time. It's like, oh, that's what they were talking about. And that's why, again, I'm grateful, Dr. Christner, that you came on because you're helping uh, the, com- you know, the communication in different ways. You have a unique way about you to bring that to light. And it's, uh, it, it, it triggers certain thoughts in people in a different way. And it's very helpful. So I appreciate that. And I hope to see you uh, again in another event, maybe the Vegas event or, or otherwise. And I apologize. Like I said, I, I'm just all the things that I've been to, they've, they've become a blur. So many of these events. <laughs> But I can't remember everything. I certainly appreciate you stepping out and doing that and making that your life mission. Yeah, it does does bring a smile to my face to be able to bring the power to heal back where it belongs. And that's with mm-hmm. each and every one of you. And and Bobri is helping to do that as well, my friend Bobri. Now, is the RSB ten code still effective for people if they want to go directly to you? Absolutely. Okay. I want to make sure you. Taking care of the family here. You see, Robert, the thing is about what you were just speaking just now. In this, in this thing, we are not isolated. We are together. It's not. It's not you or me. It's uh, you and me, and 
Stephanie and everybody else who cares. And then we lot, more people care than don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is to unite and we beat them. Yeah. It, it, well, it's good. It's coming together. It's like a reunion. That's why we're going to have that RSB family union uh, in July at uh, Leslie's place in Southwest Missouri for all y'all that haven't checked out the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com. And we've got a bunch coming up. Y'all check it out. And uh, if you're not already subscribed to the, the the show newsletter, you can text my initials, text RSB to 22828, text RSB, my initials to the number 22828, and you'll be prompted to enter your email address so you can get plugged in and Super Don sending out the blast on the different things that we get to do together, both online and on location. Uh, as RSB, text to the number 22828. All right, Bobri, is there anything we forgot okay. to share today or Stephanie? I don't think so. Well, you know what? The thing is, um, Robert, I want to emphasize not only toxic heavy metals, but also these products, they do help. Proven and documented, you have interviewed them to the victims of um, vaccination. And that's a big thing today because um, all over the world, so many millions and billions of people have been vaccinated and many of them got hurt, could not take it. Some would even die, and these products can help many of them. You, you have interviewed some of those people yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, not only that, it also um, helps people with the with the um, residuals of the um, viruses. Well, this is why I uh, wanted to bring up that issue with Dr. Kristner about IV chelation. It's an aggressive kind of binding, detoxing um, support, if you will, in an unusual circumstance. But as I'm hearing more about, particularly when we talk to uh, the mother-daughter, what were their names again, Bobri, that we had on? She was harmed by the HPV shot many years ago. Well, you already know she already knows she's his mother. Yes. And, and how she was given an opportunity to go, well, you can try this IV chelation or you can try the folium. And she said, oh, I think I want to go to the folium. And it worked. It helped her. So that's the great news that even though I know there's a place for those invasive therapies that are not truly fully natural, but I, I acknowledge the place for them in certain circumstances, the more I can find ways to not have to even resort to that, the happier I am, you know, because it makes it more accessible and much more affordable for people to get well. Sure, I agree. Yeah, go ahead. Go. Well, go ahead. with just chelation, you certainly miss out on all the other benefits of the folium products, mm-hmm. which natural antidepressant, natural anti-anxiety, you miss out on increasing, I mean, studies showing increasing diversity of the microbiome and different neurodegenerative conditions and things uh-huh. like that. So. So chelation is, again, almost just like a single targeted approach. Right. Exactly. Beautifully I'd like to make clear something here for disclaimer. Yeah. Our products, none of them heals anybody or treats anybody in any way, shape, or form. What they do do is they help the body to heal itself. Correct. There is something in our body. Every time you take a breath, you're hurting yourself because air is polluted. We know that. And when they accumulate a lot, then then problems start. But these problems will get rid of them, most of them, whatever they can do. And, and, and it's easier to fight the problems. 
Beautiful. Bobri, if, if people want to call you uh, to ask questions and get some answers, is there a best number to reach you? Or if I just send them to the Folium PX website, will they have a number that will work to get you? Well, they can call 818-996-HEALTH. 818-996-HEALTH? Yeah, or 818-996-HEAL, H-A-L, or 818-996-4325. Okay, because that's a different number than what's on the top of your website, just so you know. Well, that, the, on the top, on the website, that's that's for to take the orders. Okay, for ordering. So, if they call them, just leave the message, we'll call them right away. So, we okay. have lots of people are calling with questions, and we are noticing immediately, and we, we call them immediately. Okay. Thank you, Bobri, for following up on that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Dr. Krishner, hope to see you at an event coming up soon. I do too. Thank you. It's very nice to be here today. Yeah. Thank you both for being on. Big hugs to you both. And I appreciate you. Uh, that's the fun I get to do uh, here to bring good people that are doing good things, good works to facilitate that power to heal. As Bobri said, it's not that the, 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 the products are healing you or curing you. It's helping your body to do what, by God, it's designed to do, giving the body what it needs to accomplish that. So, again, thanks to Dr. Christner. Thanks to Bobri for being on board today. appreciate that very much. Boy, we've done a lot today, a whole lot today. It's been amazing. And we've still got a little bit more i got to cover before we wrap up the show. But, again, check out foliumpx.com. And all of those things are linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com this April the 26th. 2023 if i got the year right man i'm just questioning everything right now about my memory again i'm i'm going to get on that folium to show everybody what it's going to do for me too although it's like i said it takes me a time to get there and you guys are patient with me but uh, as i said what i've seen with my mom i don't want her to be without it and uh, if you care about your loved ones in situations such as that or otherwise please consider the folium products go to foliumpx.com and pick it up and rsb10 is the discount code so let's see what else we got in the uh, show notes today. Super Don to cover, if you don't mind. Uh, we had uh, uh, Kate Birch on in hour one, and boy, did we go. Uh, <laughs> we went pretty deep with that. We got we got some questions a day we need to catch up on here real quick. I think so. Let's do that. Did we miss one in, in hour one? We missed one, one so okay. this is the, the number, the second one here from hour one. Okay, this is about, uh, this is from Linda. Uh, Linda about, um, let's see, thinning blood naturally. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, of uh, rat poison, Coumadin, Warfarin, or the you know the combination formulas that they've come out with. I know that Xarelto, I mean, there's some devastating side effects. And if you remember years ago, um, my friend uh, Michael Badnarik came to me. He was internally bleeding. Uh, and I said, what have you done, Michael? Well, uh, my cardiologist says, you know, I need to be on an aspirin every day. And also, he put me on a blood thinner. I'm like, do you understand the contraindication between aspirin and blood thinners? Apparently, the doctor didn't. And he was That's bleeding like out. Internally. Super blood thinner. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I got him on some homeopathic remedies. We got him off of that. And he lives uh, how many more? It was decade plus longer until he passed away uh, some months ago. Uh, you know, and he had lived far outlived his expiration date based on the tenacity that Michael Badnarik had, uh, having that proverbial widow maker on the steps of the Wisconsin uh, Capitol years and years ago. Uh, so blood thinning, no, natokinase, perhaps. Uh, a better option from an enzymatic interface to reduce the 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 likelihood of of uh, the blood coagulation unnecessarily that could lead to very serious issues. Can you go ahead and put full screen on that again so I can see it? Thank you. Uh, let's see. He's uh, on no meds. Experienced often on lightheadedness when standing up. Uh, that could be um, 
what they call that orthostatic tachycardia. No, that, that no orthostatic, uh, hypotension. Thank you. That was the word. Cause I remember seeing tachycardia somewhere in this thing, but no orthostatic hypotension. So low blood pressure as well as a consideration, make sure he's staying hydrated. Um, they say they might be slight scarring the injection fraction with diffuse hypokinesis. Look, I am a homeopath. I am not a cardiologist. I would say reach out to <laughs> Dr. Jack Wolfson. I understand all of this and I know some things. I, I am not a cardiologist that. and I do not play one on TV. Right. Uh, but it also shows AFib a while, once in a while, atrial fib uh, while sleeping. This to me is, is also copper deficiency. Once again, we come back to the bioactive copper hydrosol, the sovereign copper to integrate. Uh, which would be very helpful there. Cardio miracle as well. We've seen vast improvements in blood markers. Uh, and if there is a heart related issue, you know, and she's not mentioning congestive heart failure here, but I'd like to remind everybody God's medicine for the heart is uh, the Critagus in Latin. It's the Hawthornberry in English. Uh, Dr. Christopher's Hawthornberry syrup can stop uh, congestive heart failure from manifesting while it's manifesting. It's a, uh, it's like harvesting your own. That's why I like that particular form from Dr. Christopher's as well uh, is there anything more down at the bottom of that qotd uh i don't i don't think there's anything more relevant mm -hmm. but enzymatic uh support can help reduce the uh concern for uh unnecessary coagulation i will mention the blood uh, uh borne issues often match up with various snake venom remedies and homeopathy as well um but i don't have time to go into that right now i know we're running out of time what's the next question all right Starting from the top there. Okay, this is from Richard. I have read the recent article about an ingredient in Cardio Miracle, erythritol. Since I have blood viscosity issues and hypertension, I don't think I should continue drinking Cardio Miracle, but now I'm stuck with two unopened 29-ounce tubs. I'm almost finished with the first one in the bundle I purchased. Do you think I would be able to trade them in for new products sweetened with monk fruit and stevia? Uh, I, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I'll certainly you'd, you'd have to call. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to call Cardio Miracle on that. I'll, I'll Although we have talked about the erythritol situation. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I still am on the old formula and it's yeah. a it's a fraction of the concern. Right. It, it, nobody argues that the levels in there at the dose indicated are harmful. Uh, you know, I know that there are people that are hypersensitive to that. That's a different story. But in general, I'm still taking it until I use it. That's me. But if you have a concern, just reach out to them and uh, let me know if you find anything out. I'll be hanging out with some of them. And we have a Cardio Miracle this afternoon. Oh. Yeah. All right. And then from Linda. Okay, Linda. Hi. Which uh, archive? I think an archive. Yeah. Which archive yeah. show can I watch that deals with ulcerative, ulcerated colitis? Ulcerative. <clears throat> yeah. Ulcerated, she writes. But um, any one of them, because... Anytime I mention the silver aloe gut recovery protocol, it addresses UC um, because it helps to re reduce the inflammation to the epithelial lining of the gut and help to regenerate it. And that's a silver aloe gut recovery protocol or uh, much to Super Don's chagrin, you can actually install or instill the silver hydrosol in the rectal region directly. Uh, <laughs> if you have stall, I like that. That's yeah. a nice way of putting it. And, and, and that will help facilitate as if you had a cut, burn, scrape, or ulceration on the outside of the epithelial tissue of the skin, for instance. It, does, it doesn't matter where it is. You just got to deliver it where it needs to go, and that will help recover it. Now, uh, copper plays a role in connective tissue integrity. Um, silicon, silica plays a role in connective tissue integrity. All of these things are valid and valuable in uh, responding to a situation like this. 
But I don't know how many shows have we done on on ulcerative colitis or, or the like. I don't know that it's ever been like a main topic yeah. of a show where you would search and it would be like, here's the show on ulcerative colitis. It's, it's you know, I mean, basically what you've just said pretty much in general mm -hmm. uh, is information that could be uh, utilized, however you yeah. want to word that. Uh, For sure. Uh, in, in the yeah. book, uh, the, down at the bottom of the page, you can see the uh, looking for the free chapter on Silver Allo Protocol. Download it here. Click on that link and you have immediate access, Linda, to that chapter that talks about how to recover from inflammatory conditions of the bowel or the intestinal tract uh, from the mouth out the planet Uranus and everything in between. Uh, so that to me is a profound tool to, to or a, a protocol to, to integrate, safe to do so. And, and then the bioactive copper hydrosol is now available. I didn't have that at the time I wrote and worked with doctors on developing this uh, protocol. But that copper is critical for connective tissue, and it works with so many things. And as we go back to the previous question about heart issues, remember selenium is, is very protective of the heart along with copper, selenium and copper. And, of course, it works with blood issues as well, coagulation issues, copper deficiency. Uh, you can have a, a coagulation issues. So it's not just about taking enzymes or uh, natokinase, which is okay, it's fine to do and important in many cases, but having the adequate selenium and uh, copper presence can facilitate, again, normalization or optimization of blood response to, to situations so it has no abnormal activity. And then again, if you determine the snake venom peptides are part of the exposure or the remedies uh, of the snake venoms and various ones that are available in the Materia Medica, you'd have to study up on them there are a number of options to address the blood, you know, issues. And so I, I can't give one definitive answer because, you know, you're not my patient per se, and I don't technically have patients. It's more or less a healing ministry that I do this. Yeah. You've been known not to have much patience. <laughs> oh, come on. Really? No, you have a lot of patients. You've been dealing enough. with me for 18 years. But you, you have heard me on telephone calls though. Occasionally. I have. You're like, I, who yeah, is we'll that just... guy? What happened? When we, people aren't listening, uh, right? yeah, yeah. So there. So what do we got? Are we have we wrapped up another broadcast? How did we get here already? We have. Yeah, we're going to go into bonus time when we come back. Mm -hmm. Linda from Australia. Ooh, our, it, sent she's another our poet. Email. Our poet our, from down. Poet. Yeah. Although I think what what I'm going to do this time mm -hmm. around, I was reading yeah. this and I was like, man. There's a rhythm There's a rhythm it. here. Yeah. I think we might maybe do a little little hip hop rendition of Linda's okay. poem. So it's the, it's the Robert Scott Bell sh show bonus round and poetry moment. Uh on a <laughs> round for that. What do they call that? Slam slam, slam poetry or I slam? We're not yeah, cool I, enough I to know. know. But know. thank you for being here. Thank you all uh for all that you're doing to share this show. My goodness, what an amazing hour. Kate Birch was great. And uh you you want to re-listen to that hour a bunch. Dr. Stephanie uh uh Christner and Bobri Oren. Thank you both and thank you all for being out there. Stick around, don't go anywhere. 60 seconds from now, unless you're on the podcast, it's instant. Uh we'll be back with the bonus round of the Robert Scott Bell show where the power to heal is yours. Hey, just want to say a quick thank you to Fr Nutritional Frontiers. Their 15% off is amazing. I, I just saw that um, they're advertising on, I saw it on Facebook, they posted something about the Air Max, their formula. We talked about the respiratory stuff for allergies and things. 15% right. off reminded me that you guys can double dip 
So if you're having any respiratory allergy issues, uh, go to nutritionalfrontiers.com and enter the code RSB15 at checkout. And I've done this. You get an additional 15% off even on sale items, sale items, uh, which is totally cool. So thank you to Nutritional Frontiers for their support of Health, Freedom, and Healing Liberty here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. So what else we got before the poetry hour? How do we introduce that? I don't even know. But, I don't know. Dude, it's bonus time. We just kind of just do whatever just we do. do whatever we do. Sometimes um, it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and 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 we'll read this, or I'll have Super Don read, or if you want me to read some, it doesn't matter. Um, you have expressed some level of trepidation because we're on TV <laughs> or we're going to be on TV more um, through the, the, uh, the Q streaming. And we just found out that Roku has a, a Rumble app. So you can, you know, many people are watching yeah. us on tv now on the rumble app on on uh, roku if you have a roku tv and i don't know about other smart tvs but you know what happens on these smart yeah, tvs we, we, by the way we have a roku um interface and it's not a roku tv so you know even those adapter things you can plug mm-hmm. in your tv oh yeah it worked we tried it yeah yeah well yeah okay so that's true the tvs i get have the roku built, built in, in but i don't have that you have you a roku i don't know what it is it's a little thing that you plug thing. into it yeah yeah, yeah. So either way, Roku, apparently uh, on the different uh, apps, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like a phone, you know, you download the apps and install the apps on your, on your, uh, your, your Roku or your, your TV Mm -hmm. based on what channels you want to, you want to watch. And if you do a search in the, the, whatever it's called, the streaming store or whatever, yeah, uh, rumble comes up. Mm -hmm. So you install it, you, you, you can either just, you don't have to have an account, but it's, if, if you want to make it super easy. What you do is you create an, like a free account on rumble. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the Robert Scott Bell ch- or the RS Bell media channel. Yes. So that when you log in on the, on the rumble app, you just go to your subscriptions and boom, it's there. You don't have to search, you know, for type in or anything like that. It's just everything you subscribe to is right there. Cool. So you can, you can actually watch the show on your, on your TV that way, which is kind of cool. So the reason why this topic came up, I think it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. is that Q streaming, which, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we're talking about, we had the CEO on the show the other day. Uh, they are going to be carrying our show on their streaming service mm-hmm. as a show that people can watch. And I guess it'll be the live show. Yeah. And they'll also be able to, uh, cycle through archives, right? All the archives and stuff. So I don't know how exactly how it's going to work, but we're going to be on there. We have enough, uh, let's say archives to run our own channel 24 seven for a while. Oh, oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Easily, easily. So <clears throat> anyway, I, I, you know, when I heard about this, I was a little, I don't know, a little, little, bit, not, not major, but you know, a little yeah. anxiety thinking about, wow, you know, I mean, we're going to open up the possibility of having lots more people watching us. And I was like, ah, I'm going to have to like dress up or I'm going to have to yeah, get a it, haircut or something. And Linda apparently picked up on that. Mm-hmm. She's very sensitive to your needs. Yeah, so she she wrote a poem. God, she's so good at this. She really is, and 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 I think I might have a challenge for her. But okay. Anyway, so I was reading this, and I was like, you know, I could just read this, but uh, I'm I'm kind of in the mood for for attempting to try and do this in a kind of a rap style because the way she wrote it, it it really kind of flows that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give this a shot and see how this goes. So I, I need to test something here first though. So I'm going to play the music and then I'm going to talk over it. And I want you to tell me if it sounds right, because I don't want to be drowned out by the music here. So check, check one, two. Yeah. Sounds good to me. That sounds good there. Yeah. All right. So this is from Linda. Linda's in Australia. 
and uh, I think we're going to make her the official, the, the official oh, rhyme yeah. rhyme master of the Robert Scott Poet Laureate. So here we go. Our Super Don is getting tense. He'll soon be on TV. What changes will I have to make? What should I do? Says he. His image will go far and wide, and from Spain to Puerto Rico. So he will have to do. So you have to smarten up and wear his best. See, I'm already screwed up here. Dude, should I be reading this? I'm going to try one more time. I want to do this thing justice here, okay? I'm sorry. Run DMC, I am not. You're, like, nervous. All right. Take a deep breath. You can do it. No, I got it. I don't rap much, you can tell. <laughs> Our Super Don is getting tense. He'll soon be on TV. What changes will I have to make? What should I do? Says he. His image will go far and wide from Spain to Puerto Rico. So he will have to smarten up and wear his best tuxedo. He'll have to get a manicure and wear his best perfume. He'll have to get the vacuum out and tidy up his room. Take extra cardio miracle, make smoothies out of kale. And maybe get the scissors out and cut that ponytail. <laughs> then do a coffee enema to really clean you out. Yes, Don, you can do it. We all hear Robert shout. Don't be scared. It's not that hard. Don't be panic stricken. Look forward to the big reward. Your wife's Amish chicken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so good. So I love this good. music. Oh man, that was perfect. This is some old school hip hop here. So yeah. I, I should have practiced that. But no, that you did yeah, great yeah. on the second run through. Uh right. my gosh, Poet Laureate, uh, we have one now officially, unless somebody wants to compete for it, but I, I think she wins. Linda, you're oh. you are so good. I mean, yeah. everything's just it's dialed in. You know, some people can make things rhyme and stuff mm -hmm. and whatever like that, but she's definitely got a, a knack for it there. So so Linda, here's 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 my challenge for you. Mm-hmm. I really want to do this with some practice. Again, I'm not Eminem. I'm not, you know, but uh, I, I, I'm going to ask you to take some time and put together one about the Robert Scott Bell show. Okay. And what will happen is it's not live on the air, but, but in a, in a, a easier uh, scenario here for me to record and all stuff like that. I will record it. Maybe I'll even get, you know what, Robert, what? I'm going to challenge it. You're going to be a part of this too. We did this oh, once before on. many years ago. Yeah. We did a rap and it was a very short one, but it was like a promo video. If you remember, and I, I think yeah. it's still around, hopefully it didn't, it didn't disappear with YouTube, but we had a, a caller call in. It was like, you know, Robert, it just annoys me that you're constantly saying rock the health world. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was crazy. And so we we try these different styles of things just just for fun. And one of them was a rap, and we did it to some Run DMC uh, beat, and uh, and you rapped too, talking about selenium and stuff like that. So anyway, Linda, here here's my 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 request: do a uh, put together a, a a poem like this, same same style because that's a great cadence there. Um, about the Robert Scott Bell show. Don't be afraid to make it you know long, maybe. I mean, this was what? This was uh, one, two. What are those called? Stanzas? Okay. I think, or something, right? That was like three. So make it, make it like I don't know, like six or something like that. And then Robert and I will record it. 
we'll, we'll coordinate this. We'll collaborate. How do you love, how do you love me committing you to this? Yeah. You volunteered me to that. What am I going to say? And, uh, and we'll she do it. And I'll bring it. If she brings it, I'll bring it. How's that? Yeah. 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 And we'll, now, we'll do it together. We'll, we'll make a, an actual production. It, out of it. Who was it that was on from Australia yesterday? That's not the same person. Is it from our zoom AMA? Cause we had someone on from Australia. Remember yesterday. Yeah. On the zoom. Oh, on the Zoom, yes, yes. I don't remember who it was though. Who was it? See, now we got bad memory issues, short term and long term. Well, if you go to Patreon, you become a patron, you can watch it. Yeah, that's true. It's already up there, which is amazing, and a whole lot more, a whole lot more. Margaret King, our newest uh, patron, was with us as well. Yeah, that was and we had a good time and gave away a bunch of stuff. Speaking of which, if you happen to be listening, mm-hmm. uh, I still need. Uh, actually, I came up with Chris. Christie's address. Okay. Did you see that that I dropped in Skype yesterday? I didn't. I missed it. Hmm. Okay, so I still need I need Daria's um address and Leslie, you need to resend it. I didn't see you re- resend your your address. Okay. But I think we got everybody else, but I mean, we gave away two two sets. I do those those box things that you've got. Yeah. Do you have one of those handy or did you take them back out? Uh I think I took them back out, but okay. they're really cool. Those, yeah. those are super cool. Yeah. Um, and what's in those? Uh, you get a, a sovereign silver gel and a sovereign silver spray. Okay, yeah. and then you also gave away three different sets of the the copper, the silver gel, and the silver spray. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so we gave those away yesterday, and then even uh, who was it? Lorelai mm-hmm. gave away a uh, a gardening uh, sprouting kit. Well, and she, you know what she also did? She offered right? the, the Egyptian walking onions. Uh, to everybody she had oh, that's right the that's plant. right which i've never that's interesting she she literally she said that all you have to do with it is you just throw it on the ground yeah i've done and it what does it do it like walks walks over to the it, it's like that because it just jumps keeps in a hole more. Or, so yeah we've we've grown the egyptian walking onions like two years now and they're yeah. easy and you were asking what do they taste like and we both said onions and you were mad at us for that duh yeah i don't know what do you mean what do they taste like onions onions well there's different kinds of onions you're like an onion kind of white onions, yellow onions, purple onions. It was more like uh, what kind of onions did she say? Green onions? Ch- or- no, she said like green onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you should see the chives in my in the in the raised bed that I've got out here. Are they already coming back? God, I got deliveries showing up here. I think he's just gonna leave it on the porch. Okay. Yeah, they survived over the winter. Nice. And they're just I got this big bunch of chives that are just like nothing else in there yet, but yeah. So I, I see here, um, Kevin just sent this, and you you are, you know about it too. Another event looks like we're going to be adding, upcoming event. In Colorado, Yeah, there was a request uh, and for you or an invitation, let's say. National, naturally Inspired Health Summit, Real Solutions for Healthy Living. And uh, June 24th, 2023, doors open at 9 a.m. So it's a one-day event. In Loveland, north of uh, Denver. It's not too far from you. Yeah. Loveland, Colorado. And naturallyinspiredhealthsummit.com. So do we have any listeners and viewers out in Colorado? No. Uh, June 24th, looks like. Looks like a lot of cool stuff going to be going on there. They got Dr. Ben Tapper there. They got Peter McCullough coming, Dr. Henry Ely. Wow, it's, it's quite, a, quite a lineup. So... I'm inclined to say yes. 
Yeah, they've got a speaking uh, a spot for you and uh, a booth that you'll yeah. be able to have there. So. Children's Health Defense is going to be there. Weston A. Price Foundation. Oh, wow, there's some good stuff. Vitality for Life. All right, folks, it, we've, we're going to add another another <laughs> to a tour stop for the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's like. a quick hop over to Colorado, so it yeah. shouldn't be too bad, right? I mean, Not you could literally, you could, you could fly there and back in the same day if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, Marty says uh, we probably need some synchronized dance moves as well. We didn't have time to choreograph. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do it on the fly. It's Steven, uh, oh, Marty does say nice job, though, Super Don. Uh, also, uh, ChatGPT would never compete with Linda's poems, Stephen no, said. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. It's getting better. But mm -hmm. Somebody wrote in. Did you send me something that somebody wrote in whose husband does website stuff and, like, we have been needing help on our site? Yeah. And, so, I, yeah, I got an email. Who was it from? I was not prepared to talk about that. Sorry. This is a stream of consciousness. That's all right. We are in uh, already a miracle webinar this afternoon from Stephanie. Show. Yeah. Um, Stephanie's husband um, knows his stuff around websites and digital marketing stuff and notice that uh, there's some things that need to be done with our website. So. So are we going to meet meet with him or something? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I I just forwarded to. I hadn't had a chance to do anything with it yet. But okay, uh, it would be a good idea to update since I'm just, you know, well, yeah. Some things we barely hang out. Some things I know how to do. Other things I kind of wing it, and mm -hmm. I don't want to wing it on things that could potentially be disastrous. So right, right. <laughs> I'm intimidated by websites and wordpress and stuff like that i know how to do what i know how to do but mm -hmm. you start getting in there and messing around with coding and updating stuff and last thing i want to do is knock out the website so anyway so yeah that was that was for your consumption to let me know what you thought okay yeah well i think we need to pursue it somehow some way and again thank you for everybody that becomes a patron supporter it helps us to do things that we couldn't normally do so thank you. Uh, if you want to sign up for the uh, Cardio Miracle webinar today, how do they do that? If they didn't get the newsletter, is there a banner somewhere that they can click on? Um, it's It went on email, and then it went out again to uh, the folks who didn't open it. I don't have a banner. I should. Bad, bad me. Mm. That was an email uh, thing that went out. So let me, um, what's going on in the chat room? Oh no. Let's see. Is anybody here? Yvonne? I said Yvonne, Sarah. No one. Uh, who's on our chat room? I think mom was in our chat room. Uh, yeah. Marty's there. Steven's there in both places. Anybody else that hasn't chimed in today? Where's Michael Boulder today? He's been a no-show. But we've got him scheduled for Friday when I'm in Nashville uh, broadcasting live. So that'll be cool. Heading out there uh, Wednesday, yes. But we have live shows all every day this week. Is a live new show. No planned on a. We I, I planned the travel around the show so it wouldn't be interrupting the show. Who's calling me? Okay. All right. I just put the link in the uh, chat for the folks over on social media. Let me run mm -hmm. over to the website. If you haven't signed up for it, if you didn't get the email, okay. You can just click on this register, and like I said before. Even if you are not going to be able to be there uh, live, if you register, you'll get the replay link. Cool. 
And like I said, if you can put up the previous one, um, yeah, I'll have to dig Patreon, that one up. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Dude, what did you think? Were you able to follow all the stuff with Kate Birch? That was pretty intense. First hour. You weren't, it was too much. I was working, I was working behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, it wasn't, it was really cool stuff though. Not controversial at all. Is Marty Neal the other half of Sherry Neal? Is that Marty? Could be. I can't. I, Marty Neal. Is that is that Sherry's attention. husband's name? Marty. It's likely them going to be him. Okay. So just curious. Synchronized dance moves. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, I hope they had good lobster last night. They were celebrating Sherry's birthday. Birthday. Yeah. We do a birthday. It was a birthday, and we and 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 um, we had a song, birthday song. Remember? No, a birthday song during the Zoom AMA yesterday. We oh yes, that's right. Birthday that's right. Jerry. Well, you are elsewhere too today. I don't know, dude. I'm always elsewhere. What are you talking about? Never where you are. It's hard to get me to focus on one thing because I've got twelve things going on. It is true. It is true. Now, are you willing to show that picture of your son and his new bike? Sure. That was kind of cool. I guess. It depends. <laughs> it looked kind of like, weren't there California cops that had Harleys too? Because it looks I almost think so like, at one time. like a cop bike. I think so at one time. Yeah. Hi, Marty. <laughs> hey, Donnie. Can I show a picture of you on your motorcycle to everybody? Okay. You said okay? Yeah. All right. It's kind of cool. I didn't expect it. <laughs> I figured I should ask. Yeah, we well, know it's a good good thing to do. I think it's yeah. good. All right, here it comes. There we go. There. Boom. There Look at that. Just got that today. Little Donnie on a big old Harley. Not, yeah, not so little. Good Lord. And and what is the... Do, does anybody know the name of that? I'm not a Harley expert or a motor... That is a Harley Davidson Softail. I don't know. You know, is it like from the 1980s or something or 90s? I don't, I don't even know. know. What year is that motorcycle? It's an 04? Oh, it's an 04. It's not that old. 04 Heritage Classic. Wow. And 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 how loud is it? Have you heard it yet? No, I, I mean, it's not super loud. Okay. It's very nice. Very I'm pretty. It's got a where huge are, engine in it, and he can ride it six months of the year, and the rest of the time, six, it's yeah, for about six months, and then we got to store it for the winter. But. Yeah. Yep. Just got that this morning. He's and why is he cool. wearing a New England Patriots T-shirt? What is that? Because he's a New England Patriots fan. But Brady's gone. What, what's there well, to cheer about? I know. He still likes the team. Okay. But he was a fan of Brady. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I was too, but I yeah. didn't translate to being a Patriots fan after that. <laughs> we left. It's over. Why are you still a Patriots fan? He wants to know. Maybe it's just a T-shirt that he had from back in the day. Come here. Ugh. Here, put those on. You putting that on the dog or your son? No, I figured, you know what? You do this, so I figured, why can't I do this too? So, What do I do? We got to get, you'll have to come over here, actually, here. So how much taller, nice. how much taller is he than you? How tall are you? So he's about two inches taller. Wow. So there, he is. there he is. Look at that. Can you hear nice me? bike there. Thank you. 
And as I said, you have six months to ride it, so get on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely will take advantage while I can. They don't put snow tires on those things. No, I wouldn't want to work, ride it around here in, during the snow anyway. Not without training wheels on it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could that could be a problem. So actually, Donnie, who mm -hmm. uh, is is my namesake, yes, uh, he's also going to be working on some show stuff with the newsletter. I know everybody's been like, "Where's the newsletter?" He's mm -hmm. going to be helping me with that here very soon. So for those of you that have been missing that, it will be back in action thanks to him. Awesome. In between bike rides. Yeah. Try to anyway. Yeah. I mean, once you got it, you're going to be on it all the time. Is is it mechanically sound? It's an 04. That's not too old for a Harley. Yeah. No, the guy that uh, I got it from has been taking care of it for quite a while and seems to be a biker himself. So did he just have one too many bikes? He decided to sell this one. Yeah. Just bought one, I guess, last year and hasn't gotten a chance to ride this one. So. So what is this particular model known for as a Harley? You know, that obviously they're different kind of Harleys. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. And I just what was the bike it. you had before in Arizona? I had an 07 Yamaha V-Star. Right. So this is, this is your first Harley. Yes. Yeah. They're very different, are they not? Yeah. I mean, there's kind of a stigma that goes with it, but. You're going to have to get 11 tattoos now. I've got one coming up. Um working on it all right is it going to be a picture of your harley <laughs> <laughs> to no. me picture of me oh yeah dad right. put dad on there with the ponytail i get that when i look in the mirror okay that's true <laughs> the mini me but bigger very cool well donnie appreciate you and uh i'm glad uh you're you know at one point or another you may be coming on board to help us out so thank you yeah i look forward to it all right thanks donnie there you go. That's a first, huh? Yeah, that was the first, right? All right. I love it. Get the kids on. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So we have uh, how many? We got an hour and a half before we're on or is longer than that? What time are we on? Five o'clock your time. So it'll be or six o'clock your time. So five o'clock. So that'd be two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. So everybody gear up for the next Cardio Miracle webinar. We're going to talk about cardio issues, uh, particularly in minority uh, community. And Dr. Uh, John Witcher is going to be on with us. He's an integrated physician. He's also running for governor of Mississippi. So it should be a fun one. We've not done this together, uh, but I'll have a good time with that. And if you have questions, bring them. We'll, we'll do our best to answer them. And you'll have special deals on Cardio Miracle. And again, the, uh, the new formula is out. It tastes great. I'm still on my old one, but uh, it's, uh, it's something I don't want to be without. Yeah, I've noticed the 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 flavoring on this. The, he he nailed it. Yeah, he nailed it. I used to do two scoops in my bottle mm -hmm. to get the the flavor that I wanted. Now I only have to do one. Mm -hmm. So it's it's definitely good. So anyway, all right. So last thing to look at here tomorrow. We have got Doctor Tao Braun on, who I think we have had on before. Yes, we have. Right. Mm -hmm. Ty Bollinger will not be with us tomorrow. Okay. He is too slammed with stuff. So Yeah. Well, I'll probably uh, see him when I'm in Nashville a little bit, so that'd be nice. It'll either be an open hour, we'll just talk about what's going on in the news, or we'll have a replacement guest in there. Cool. So that's the plan. Very cool. 
That's all I got. That's enough. That's a okay. lot. We did a lot today, and we've got more to do. So thank, thank you all for being here, and I hope to see you this afternoon later. For those of you who can join us live or, or later, but sign up. That way you can have access to it. And then uh, tomorrow, another broadcast before heading to Tennessee for the uh, big weekend event with the, the Warners, Doctors Terry and Stu Warner hosting us, and there's so many more. So keep checking back on the upcoming events tab. It's more more uh, more invites, more options, more opportunities to get together happen. And so while we still have the ability to travel, please think about it seriously because it's it's life transforming in a positive way when we get to these events. This last weekend was amazing. The Be Healthy Utah event, people were slamming. It was so great from the start to the on Friday to the end on Saturday. It was so well attended, and I think people are so ready to get out and do these things. So I hope to see it one of the, one or more of these events coming up. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow.